so you could see, but they hey, might man, be man. too much. You're the host, man. Love hey, man. Yeah, I can do whatever you want with those lights. Ethereal, do whatever you want with that light too. Ethereal glow. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck around with the whole place. Yes. Maybe you can, you know, in system Make it all busy. You might be able yeah, to see yeah. if red, red or not. Yeah, I'll I'll dick around with it. I'll dick around with that. You, you sound good to me. What's the problem? It's a little distorted when he gets louder. Right. It distorts a little bit. Yeah. A, we're doing a King Crimson concert. Tonight. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get my Chapman stick. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure the fourth drummer comes in. <laughs> Hello, you're on with Gavin McGinnis. <laughs> and this is the White Power Hour. How do you Coming add up? drummers and suck more? Coming up next, Cousin Brucey. What? How do you add drummers and suck more? <laughs> Wait, we added two more drummers, and now we're even less rocking. <laughs> the double drumming, d drumming assault rarely works. Oh, the illest fucking thing I ever saw was uh, fucking Cobretti. That dude, Patrick, who was That was the best. They share a bass drum, They right? share a bass drum, and they faced each other. That was cool. And, yeah. they, and they put a piece of PVC pipe so it would pour it out the top. <laughs> yeah, I like that band. That was a, they, that's Rip. a good record. Mm. The one I, I have. I brought my mic down a little bit. You sound great. Okay, thank you. I hope to... I, I, Skolnick is sending me some headphones, some old iPhone headphones that will work on this fucking ancient computer. So. Right. Hopefully those will show up. You I sound mean, now fine. The UPS, they expedite everything now. <laughs> USPS coming in in the coming in the clutch. Yeah, really. You got to get this USPS like a delivery uh, thing. You just write your address into them and they email you what's coming that day. Dude, I had they take who has time to take pictures of this shit. Oh, they, they scan the label. They photograph it and show you what's coming. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's red. Couldn't believe it. That's no fun. I like to be surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A summons? You'll see. already <laughs> <laughs> got me. I was, I was thinking about that this morning when I got uh, I see mail on the floor and I just I'm like I'm not bending over to pick that up, but when you used to be a when I was when you used to be a kid when I was a kid I was like all excited to get mail and now it's like there's no way it's anything good to be like. When you're a kid, it's like ten bucks from your grandma, maybe, or some shit like that. Uh, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but there was. I remember there was like a kids' activity <laughs> Just book. Just summons after boating violation. There was an activity book that I had as a kid, and it was like things to do on a rainy day or something. It was like mail yourself a letter. I'm uh, like, oh my god, this yeah, is the most yeah. depressing hey, thing you've ever heard. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, by the way, the album's copyrighted. Correspondence from yourself. It's mailed to myself. All right. Uh, let's... Uh, we, let's... Go, we all write letters to each other, and then we have to read them on the air. Everybody gets to... About let's go off the Zoom there for a second while I do the uh, intro and everything. Probably uh, it's going to start right away. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I, I just think Jim Jordan looks cool. That's all. Like, he looks cool yeah. without that... Like, no You're time for... <laughs> you know like he comes in there <laughs> adam just muted solely and away we go live from the garage here on radio nope uh here's a uh <laughs> enjoy this uh, uh a bit that mario wrote i guess tune in this friday when we talk to chris franz the drummer of the talking heads and the tom tom club Take me back to the summer of 79 to find out where I saw them, who I went with, what drugs I was on, and what grade they got. Tune in this Friday at 8 p.m. Cause. It is live. It is live. Live from the garage. 
which is a mirage. I'm hearing some bad punches. On fire. On fire. It did light the barrage on fire. Fire us up on Radio No and wherever finer podcasts are sold. That's this Friday, live from the barrage. 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 The Money Store. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Bit or promo. I guess it's technically a promo, Conan. But, uh, you know, give me a freaking break. What the hell? There's a fridge full of this Moses Grape soda. If anybody- Working on this show all day. Bit or promo. Midwest, fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. My show. O-R-I-A-N. That's my name from the other end. I've had it with yeah. this. I've had it with this intro. You know what, Pat? Yeah. I'm I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's annoying, a, right? Yeah. I should make one. Start, you should. Uh, yeah, you should I'm write a, busy. You should write a commercial I'm like Mary. I'm a pool man, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm occupied. I've had it. I've had it with the intro. How about that? We're, we're I, here live from the project, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I'm completely sober, by the way. I've been drinking water all day. I certainly appreciate that Mario went for the echo plex at the right. end. That he, he added. That is something that I that I enjoy doing when I'm like, I'm depressed. Yes. Yes. It's a nuance. First prize. First prize. I think Mario did a wonderful job there. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. He really did. And uh, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Is it where where did he go? He's not on there anymore. He, he went to the switch to another computer. For he does this all the time podcast. during poker. He switches computers. He's back and forth from the garage. I don't understand what's going on over there. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nope. I'm here with Tommy, your rock star. Hey. I saw you. I said you first because you look all depressed back there. No, I'm just chilling. I'm what chilling are you in a sauna? He's on the delouded. I'm on the couch. Just chilling, dude. He's on the, he's on the uh, actual, uh, if you look at uh, Tommy's picture, if you're on Facebook Live, you can see he's on the border of Belgium and... Uh, Germany there. <laughs> Actually, Germany's in the news tonight. He's in a chalet. All right. And yeah, also, we'll, we'll look forward to the news. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, Adam Kurzawa is here. Hello there. What's there going he on? Is. He's unmuted. Uh, traveling Pete. Hey, buddy. What's Red up? Hot Ryan Collison lighting up the radio waves. Yeah. Yes, he's got a strobe light. And, of course, uh, Money God, Stephen Soli. Hi. Joining me in the studio live. Is my friend and from yours, a social distance from a from a, <laughs> from a uh, responsible social distance, my friend Patrick Wall. That is correct. Yeah. Patrick, how are you now? How's your, how's your goggles, Pat? Hmm? Sans goggles. Didn't they say we have to wear goggles now and goggles around other people? Well, I, I know a goggle guy, dude. <laughs> I, I can get those printed for you guys if you want. Goggleboy.goggleboy.com. Goggleboy. <laughs> We're happy to be exactly. back. And it's, Mar- a, it's a Google misdirect. <laughs> Google goggles. <laughs> Google goggles. Jeff and I throw in a garbage can. Also, Mario's first words, Google goggle. 
<laughs> We're happy to be back here on Live from the Bronx. I don't know where Mario is, but he will. He was. He'll be back. So we I, gave I, him five minutes, and it's past that mark. Now right. it's ten minutes. Listen, he's he. Yeah. This is what happened in, in poker. He sits out, and it says he's sitting out, and he's like, "Am I sitting out? Did I miss a hand?" He's screaming you know? <laughs> every week. It's only. It's been like sixty weeks of the troubles. What what if you remade California Split, but it was online <laughs> poker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys. Okay, sorry. Never mind. I was only playing the Pete on there. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is exactly what happens in the, in the Pete Soli John Hulahan group text. Which when when I have no idea what these guys are talking about. Yeah, exactly. This is gonna be our the spinoff podcast. Yeah, they, they're, they're talking about some jazz album and shit, and like like I'm, I don't know. Mm. I did mean to listen to. I, I started to listen to that band that you told me that uh, you Proto Martyr. Yeah, and I liked it. Time. I will They're con- fucking good, man. John, to how many subtext groups are you part of at the Barrage? You sound the worst, by the way. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> uh, just one. No, no. Solely Pete and I have been in a text group called Behind the uh, Chuchacabra. Chuchalabra. Chuchalabra, sorry. Like, I know what the reference is. Well, get it right then. Jeez. So answer my question. Can I get out of the other one and go to that one? Just one. But then, but then, but then today, but then today I, I texted Adam by himself without you in there. Ooh. Just because I didn't want to put more on your plate. You look uh, busy, you know? I didn't want to upset you. That's fine. Just I can yeah. So that's you the show. Uh, so long. My Uber's here. A one-on-one text. Who does that anymore? Keep it running. The Skolnick Protomartyr interview was really good. I read that yeah. today. That was yeah. really cool. I read that. That was good. The interview with that Vish did with... Uh, the I hadn't listened to that well. yet. It's really good as well. Yeah. The one with that who, they did... With who? I, I missed it. Who are you guys talking huh? about? We're talking Proto-Martyr. about Pro- Protomartyr. Oh. Listen, if you're in your middle ages, moving into your 40s, into the 50s, and, you know, everything feels bleak, there's uh, five keep, keep talking. <laughs> and from Detroit that will scratch right in. <laughs> this guy's speaking my language. I'm saying, man. I've been telling you for years. Now. Years are in, in the man. demo. I don't pay attention. I, I have you guys on mute. I don't know. I wake up and there's a hundred <laughs> texts and you guys just talking to each other. And I'm like, I try to read it. Learn yeah, some skim through the stuff that makes sense. I put the Pat, phone down for five you, minutes the other day. There's 35 <laughs> muted messages. I'm like, there's nothing happening here. Well, well I, I only, I, listen, I, I love the, the reacts group, are great. I, I love the group text because uh, with with those two guys or yeah. those two people. Because I'm sorry, you know, I, you know, I catch myself. The, because I, you, it's something that you can mute and look at later. It's almost like the the in, like a social yeah. network with three people. It's never breaking. You, know. you guys know yeah. that you, you can It never bothers me, and I look silence, forward to right? hearing from you. You, I, guys, I, you can silence all that stuff. And then you, you sound terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Speak into the microphone. Awful. I am, my lips are literally touching Awful. Really bad. <laughs> Turn three, it up. Three messages of actual content and 32 ha-has. Yeah, I mean, you know, for no offense, Tommy, I don't want to get stress you out right away, but for a guy who comes in and tells everybody they sound like shit, you, you sound like uh, dog John, shit times 10. I don't understand. I'm going to take a time out right now. Right. So I, with 15 minutes before we went live, nothing changed on my mic. So just, just terrible. It sounds like you're not using your mic. I don't care what happens right here, right now, because I, I, I was watching Fishing before. Oh, yeah, it's good. Fucking I like the subtitles. And you, you know, mean, they like went down to... Uh, 
You went down to the park and watched other people do it. No, I, well, no, I, w- I went fishing this morning. I caught three bass. Thank you very much. Nice. But then I then I came home and watched fishing. Maybe it is my fault. You sound terrible. Competitive or the. Uh, and then the after fishing catch. comes on this Jim Rome show. He's oh still yeah. Up. You know about that this? Guy, that guy, is, uh, he's ready. He's like a I'm watching this show, and it's a radio show, but it's like uh, uh, with the pictures, like I guess like, we're doing yeah. this. Holy fucking Rome shit! We're the burning. best radio show that ever happened. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta hear this. You gotta watch it. I, I, I'm like, I'm, 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 I dropped the remote. The batteries fell out. I'm like fumbling around. I caught myself to change the channel. It's the worst thing you ever heard in your life. And this guy's been on the air for like 30 years. For us, fucking. Goddamn horrible. By the way, next week, Jim Rome. <laughs> Joining us live in the studio. Holy <laughs> shit. He's playing, like, he's by himself. He's playing sound clips over himself. He's referencing him. It's, it's, it's fucking maddening. You want to throw yourself out a window. Thank you. When I came in, you had the, the TV on. It was some fishing thing. It was Monster or something. Uh, but he appropriately named Jim Wade. <laughs> That's Jeremy Wade, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm Jeremy Wade. I'm going to catch a giant fish yeah, in the river. But the yeah. subtitles were on. It was, it was great because it was like, yes, 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 yes. And then just parentheses, <laughs> real clicking. <laughs> the same uh, yeah, subtitles. I can hear in the, and I'm offended. In uh, the Steve Albini documentary, I watched. Am I I, is there a Steve Albini documentary? Yeah, real clicking is what it says. I have a, I've been I on mute. Not, I was not invited. <laughs> no, that's not a fishing show. Fishing. That's that's river monsters. That guy's like it's all set up. But I'm watching this bass fishing show with like uh, the, whoever edited it. They just, just bass after bass after bass. No bullshit. You don't see like some guy standing there for an hour. <laughs> you got Nicole Bass. You got Lance Bass. Nicole. <laughs> Nicole Bass. Lance Bass. As many. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a basketball mixtape of just people <laughs> catching CN one tape. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like there's not like I can't take my eyes off it. I wish there was a more of a break because <laughs> Frank McDonough, five pass. That's an actual <laughs> It's his, like red zone. His Scott Campbell, he's uh, five pounds ahead of everyone. Lose my mind. Open. <laughs> that's an actual cricket. You guys hear that? That's coming from Mario. I think he's doing the show. Hey, hey, am I on? Am I here? You must have told a joke in your garage. That's why we hear that cricket. Did you see that? He waited till he was referenced. Either that or those bearings need grease. Hi, Mario. Sorry, I'm late. I'm trying to get on an Ethernet here, and I don't think I could do it right. But do you understand the show starts at eight o'clock, and you have like you could plug in? What? Very busy day. Very busy day. Off into the Ethernet. Busy day. Well, we have a busy show, and I'll tell you what. You know who we have on at 9 p.m.? Eastern. Is it Chris Franz of the Talking Heads and the Tom Tom Club? No, it's Chris Franz. It's Chris Franz. Chris Franz of the Talking Heads. Of Talking Heads, excuse me, and Tom Tom Club will be on the show. We'll be interviewing him. And uh, you got to read this book. That'd be cool. It's called Remain Remain in Love from St. Martin's Press. And the book is, it's just like, I. You gotta, you gotta sit down with this thing. It's amazing. It should cost a hundred bucks. Cost twenty nine bucks. It's, it. it's like insane. It's this insane. I can't. Book. I don't want to give everything things away during the interview or or now. But this book, man, holy cow! He seemed like easily the wildest member of that band. Like <laughs> that guy seems like he liked to party. I don't know, Tina. I think maybe he hasn't beat. 
Wait till we get to the really? the Ramones oh. Europe uh, uh, European pretty, uh, tour of '77 chapter. Jerry Harrison was always a pretty wild guy. There was that there was that compilation. I think it was Flowers in the Dustbin, like the two CD one, and mm-hmm. and in it, David Byrne at least only wrote about drugs. Like <laughs> like everybody in the band wrote about like parts that influenced them and, and made them a band, and then David Byrne just only talked about drugs and what. The effect felt. Well, like. we, we we will also. Chris definitely um, covered that. One of Mario's reviews. A while, right? We, we, we you know that's the drugs I was on. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Tina has a uh, took a, the, the book is so detailed, and I think uh, part of that is because Tina kept meticulous lists like Mario. I wonder if we can compare them and see if Mario's dates line up with the actual. <laughs> I do. I have two shows of 1979 that were key. They were they were like. What do you call them? We'll get to that. All you guys seminal. sound terrible. Seminal. Speak into the microphone. Seminal. Awful. Seminal. Seminal. My, my, I don't think you're using that mic. Am, am I anyway, on? we look forward to this. Mm-hmm. This might be the big... Listen, you guys, forget about the mics. Get excited. This might be the biggest guest we've ever had in the, in the history of the show. It's a huge guest. Excited. I, I heard about this on Radio Nope, and I had to tune in. There's That's been debatable. commercials running every hour. <laughs> debatable. Hey, shut up. Does my mic work yeah. now? Yeah, you, no. sound, you sound much better. <laughs> John? Much better. You much said better. debatable, so that, no, your mic debatable. isn't working. Debatable. Much better, Tommy, yep. Oh, thank you. Tom, Tommy What'd you do different? That, uh, Mario's Cricket has. The first hour of the show is us uh, doing sound checks. i <laughs> <laughs> mosquito bite. I swear to God, man. Mario, mute yourself for a second. You gotta kill that cricket. It's nothing to do. <laughs> no, that cricket's mint. <laughs> While we do that, I'd like to uh, ask where's you go, Tommy, because it doesn't seem Ooh. like he's swinging from the rafters. No. He's bail? He's in the airstream. Uh, Hugo bailed. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Did he hitchhike back to the city? Hugo <laughs> no. bailed. Uh, wait, you bought him a, uh, a mobile a home? And he, <laughs> he, 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 69 airstream. It wasn't to his uh, liking, and he left. It didn't suit him, and he's gone. I also bought him a Mad Men DVD box set for $159, too. Wow. You know, I need to go up to this mobile home and get shit shower, gift showered on me and then just split. Red Baron. The fuck? DVDs are like VHSs of of today. What are you talking about? That's what he wanted for Christmas. I have to say VHSs of yesteryear. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When Mario's telling you something is obsolete. It's a metaphor from Mars. Well, (laughs) it's funny you ask, Ryan, because actually what happened was, you see... We had a, a work stoppage up here. What's the matter with you? Stop Stop the show right now. Stop the show. I'm stopping the show. Listen, what, you know, I know usually we talk to Tommy about the, uh, what's going on, but what's wrong with you? You're all depressed. Who, me? Yeah. I don't know. I just... What do you mean? You're, you don't know. You look more you're, relaxed you're, all, you're all yelling at me for fucking my mic. I'm just, I'm just no, trying to get my signal. You mean you yell at us for fucking our mic. Yell at you. What's the matter, man? Are you Nothing. feeling attacked? Yelling you yet? It's all right, baby. I'm fine. Are we okay? I uh yeah we hey, have we a, got Chris France coming. I'm excited about that. Debatable. <laughs> um no uh, we had a work stoppage uh basically. Uh, <laughs> it's a wild catch strike with just Hugo outside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> more hot dogs. <laughs> the rat, the inflatable rat. Are inflatable you trying rat to say that, got, yeah. that Hugo just quit on you? Is that what you're trying to say? No oh. Hugo, no rocks on no rent. <laughs> Strike rat in the woods. Yeah, he couldn't get shit. the rat on short notice, so he got a, a, a pool floaty from the ninety-nine cent store. <laughs> no, 
what you see what happened was is that we got <laughs> power through. We got some work done in the sense that I cut a giant hole in the side of the house and put a door in it. So that's exciting. Right. I saw the pictures. That was nice. Yeah. And, if you cut a hole uh, in the roof, that's called a skylight. <laughs> no, I put like a whole new door in. But uh, you see, Hugo's obsessed with bears. He's really afraid of bears up here. You know. Oh, for God's sakes! You know, you had a better chance of eating, getting eaten by a shark uh, who was struck by lightning. That's what I told him, and I said, "You don't have to worry about bears. There's hardly bears up here." You know. So shark he woke by up lightning. One... Shark by lightning is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> he woke up. They play on the floor. Thing. They don't play on the stage. The shark front page lightning. of the Post yesterday is like, ah, shark. Shark attack! Shark! Uh, uh, lady who was New Yorker was killed by a shark. It was in Maine, in the coast Maine. of Maine, which never happens. And they were like, "Shark's still on the loose." Like somehow, it's getting around. It's some guy. It's, right it's like, what did you think he was going to turn himself in? I wish I knew the guy's name to give him credit for this funny, fucking funny joke. <laughs> uh, I hear Trump's using it as his next scare tactic to get people to vote for him. Go ahead. Sharks Tom. will be taking over the beaches. Yeah. Well, Sharks still on loose. He woke. He woke up after okay. the barrage episode a little late, um, and uh, basically, uh, I was hammering away and making a huge, like, demolished hole in the back of my bathroom. Yeah. And uh, after I cut like a giant fucking hole in the house that basically led right to my backyard, I'm like, wow, this is some pretty good progress here. So I reach into my phone, uh, to my pocket to get my phone, and I go to take a picture of the work, and all of a sudden I see a text from my neighbor, the girl who lives next to Bob. And uh, she was like, oh, hey, by the way, I was just driving down the road and saw a gigantic bear on its hind legs heading up your way. And I oh, was my like, God. It's hind legs. <laughs> yes. uh, he had a suitcase and a hat on? Ketamine? I think you arranged a bear delivery time. <laughs> you just wanted right, to. Listen, I got to go spray myself down. I'm getting bit like a motherfucker out here. Crickets? Those well, crickets are dead to report me. with Mario. Listen, at least. Go Bears, you baby. Talk, yeah. He's a cricket and a bear is biting him out there, Douglas. That's my favorite Joanna Newsom record. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy grenade. It was like it exploded and it was funny and then it, it blew up like again. <laughs> I fuck. I fuck with Joanna Newsom. She's yeah. all right. She ain't hurt nobody. I saw her live. Oh, I like her. You saw her live? I never. Yeah, seen in her DC live. in the synagogue. It was cool. Oh, cool. So Hugo's gone. Well, so we did a week. Where did he go? Brothers song. Hugo's Can I just say, I was thinking the, uh, yesterday, Leonard Skinner sucks. I like the documentary. Uh, and then, uh, and then like, yeah, and then I, you know, I thought I liked them. They stink. Nah, they they're whack. They're terrible. No. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they get no melodies. It's like whining country. Dude, yeah. come on. Hey, some good stuff. Nah, when it's good, it's good. good. What, what good, what good stuff, Tom? Pronounced Leonard Skinner. The members of Leonard Skinner have died in a uh, plane accident today. I'm Walter Cronkite, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be back on ABS News. And that's the way it is. He was supposed to be here <laughs> for And that's days. the Wyatt Eyes. Give me back They're watching you. He, Hugo was supposed to be here for th- my bullet. Hugo was supposed to be here for thirty-five days, and I think he made it about three days. And what Go, happened- did you sign him to a contract? <laughs> thirty-five days in the thirty-five day spring training contract. Go ahead. He helped. He helped me put a header on the house, which was very helpful. Where basically he stood in the backyard, and I had to crawl in the crawl space and like drill through like you know twelve inches of foundation. Space. 
with a huge drill bit, and then he would stick his like pipe through the hole, and like I had to like ratchet that shit. It was a disaster. Please, more metaphors. Yeah, ninety degree easement. Uh, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Is, hey. You know, you're, you know who you're talking. It's like me and Pat are a construction worker. We're sitting here know. like. Well, we had to put these lag bolts fuddled. through, like 12, 12 inch lag bolts, an inch thick, and we had to put like basically put them twelve across. You know. Pat, tell Tom you everything you did wrong. Yeah. Oh my God. What are you doing, Mario? Falling down the steps. He's got a cricket. He's got authority <laughs> showing up. Ruining my show. This is, is muted, this is so definitely the worst show we've done. Oh, he's so, muted because so I muted him. Oh, oh good. nice. KZ up here, man. Five O just pulled up on you. I heard it. Why don't you go out there and talk to them and ask them what the problem yeah, is? Yeah, have a conversation. Have a dialogue. Nice little dialogue. Is anything you can do to help as a citizen? I'm a property owner. I demand to know. I want you to treat him me with a stick. Do you have any extra boots I can lick, sir? This shit, this shit burns. Page number. That's because you got spray butter on. Because you're an insect. This is last name. This is, this is the worst what show, I've right? come down to. Because to get Easily good the quality, worst. good quality radio, I have to be outside with the bugs. Where's the bears? I'm afraid of the bears. Why do you have to be outside, Mario? Yeah, why? Because my son wants to use a PlayStation. I want to smoke. I want to drink. I want to be myself. <laughs> You know that commercial I did yesterday? What? Oh, you I were getting used. Yeah, use, uh, he normally plays PlayStation the entire show, and then his son wanted to use it. I don't play I do. But I had to make that commercial. I got Kevin to help me. And then I had to read the copy, and I had to say, the drugs I was on. I'm like, Kevin, I really wasn't on drugs. All yeah. right, keep going. Yeah, he <laughs> found the list a long yeah, time ago. Right. A little awkward. We a little awkward to say. Yeah. Grand Theft yeah, Mario. But yeah. my son was helping me record... <laughs> Grand Theft Mario is like you get in the car and you and you drive and you don't pay attention and you get pulled over and you and you and you, you tell the cops you're a teacher and you get a ticket for seatbelt instead of speeding and th that's Grand Theft Mario. It's a very exciting game on PlayStation. <laughs> buy it on PlayStation it. Two. It's all about parking. Grand Theft of Sorrow. Grand Theft of Sorrow, Douglaston, <laughs> Douglaston City. And all the music is free parking. <laughs> I, I have a question. You can actually, uh, you can, you can beat the shit out of FUD and uh, have sex with him if you want. How did you read my drug notes? Smoking a Left them on the breakfast table. It's the same table. It's my bet. Where's my bet? You have like three stars. A cops chasing you, and then you talk to a couple cops, and it goes down to two. Goes on. The best, the best, if I may, is I had the cops right behind me at a red light, and they were right behind me. I knew they were right behind me, and I'm daydreaming. And next thing I know, I go through the light mindlessly. What you I just, just you were stopped already, and then you were like, just, I was stopped, and they were behind. And you me. know the cops are mine. This is the one moment where you shouldn't and do that. I just, I just, I blanked out, and I just kept, I went through it, and then of course, you bastard. and they pulled me over, and they let me go because I'm white. Social engineering auto. Uh, they let you go because you're annoying as fuck. Because I live, because I was around the corner from my house. And they look, I just moved here. I knew you guys were behind me. I don't know what happened. I just blanked out. I'm sorry. And they let me go. They I didn't blank out. out yeah, Jerry. good. Blank out and run uh, over my kid while he's in the car. Yeah, it's well, a good thing you're not a crane operator. God. <laughs> what happened? Did I blanked out. I blanked out. 65 people are dead. <laughs> well, I hope you're happy. All right, well. You know, or, you I know, slow. I say I drive slow. Just I go drive. ahead, uh, I guess. <laughs> I found a nice happy hour today. I thought happy hours were illegal, but I found one in Long Island. <sighs> and oh, you're never coming inside? You're never coming here. 
Stop going to parties and coming straight to my I'm house. Not was, I'm not at your house. And first of all, it's me and you my would wife. Be. After we bought a couch and we went to happy hour at your mother's house. Yeah, I heard. I called Mario. Oh, I go, I go, I, <laughs> hey, oh, I, I was at your mother's house early. Yeah, I go to my, that's your mother's house. I call him. He goes, I get a hold of my couch. I'm on my way to buy a new couch. Uh, it's a great time for used furniture. And then, yeah. then you went to happy hour and made your family sit in the car with a new couch outside. No, Is that what it me is? and my wait, wait, wife, Mario. All bars are banned from having ha like parties and parties. Not in Long Beach. I saw everybody inside when I was yeah, driving down the block. Holy shit. If I may. Up. Every if bar. Is it just a Long up, Island thing? Uh, yeah, they set up a table yeah. outside for us, and it was half price appetizers and half and $3 pints. I yeah. mean, I had I'll a cough few. in your face for a dollar. No, it was just me and my wife. We were the only ones sitting outside. Were the <laughs> servers Did wearing masks? Bring, bring, yes, uh, bring yes, your yes. own couch. I had the nachos and I had the artichoke dip. It was quite good. Delicious. Well, I, I have a feeling you bought you bought your own outside seating and brought it to the bar. The kids weren't with us. It was, was me and my wife. We were home out, starving. We, were, we went out drinking and couch buying. <laughs> and then, then we went to TJ Maxx and I bought a big porcelain oh, moon made in Italy. And she's Did, like, why would you buy this? And then another lady who had a giant frog convinced her that it was a good idea. So we got it. <laughs> Mario, I, I don't know if that's a trip to TJ Maxx or an AA a. Milne story. <laughs> Everyone's on it. TJ Maxx, I never knew they had so much great. Hey, did you get what? Did you get one of them elephant lamps or some shit? Okay. I got a giant porcelain moon that's got a face on it, like you know that. Mac the knife. Yeah, I got Shea butter. Go get it. Did you get one of those signs that says like? I'm going to go get the moon. All right, good idea. Be right back. Who said that? No one said that. All right, Adam, disconnect them. <laughs> Live from the garage here on Radio Doper. Better have tipped seventy five percent at yeah. whatever. Is that what we have to look forward to in retirement? Because if not, I'm I'm just gonna keep fucking working. <laughs> just keep muting people. TJ Maxx. I, I know it all sounds TJ Maxx, all right. but you, you should spend it undrafted Mets player. Yeah, it's yeah, an entertaining. Yeah. Huh? What's that, right? Oh, I, I was recommending Dad, and when things get better, that he should follow Mario around for a day and just kind of see where the misadventure goes. The reality <laughs> show. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah. Just a yes and an entire day what. with Mario. Uh, the closed captions will be better than the fishing show. <laughs> John, you seriously need the Twin Peaks music queued up before the show. Like, you There's just need it anytime he starts going. I've been reading a book since 10 a.m. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not what I expected. Not. When not the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a Mario. Oh, you know, this is what pissed me off. Like, I've done so much preparation for the show. <laughs> and it's just a, and then it starts. a bunch of maniacs yelling yeah. things. You need preparations. I mean, you know. You demand preparation. I'll, I'll stop yelling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not yelling? It was... No. You guys can sing whatever D Martin thing you want. I got the I got the moon. Look, John, you like it? I'm not angry yet. You just wait That's till hour nice three, moon. my friend. How much how much did that moon cost, Flip Mary? Out. How much was that? Diamond. No, Sully, don't mute yourself. Oh wow, look, he's got a Mac the Knife moon that he bought from TJ Maxx. He's not even kidding. Holy shit. Look what it says right inside. Down to blip flop. What's that say? What's that say? Italy. 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 When the was a country. And the bop bow. Flip a flop. Flip a flop. Flip a flop. Flip a flop. Don't you know? Can't believe we don't get fans coming in at nine. I'm going to get sued by Bobby Darren. Pat, you're risking your life for this right now. He's very litigious. Yeah. <laughs> so I says to Hugo, I says. 
Um, no, but the bricks. shark No, literally hit those bricks. Side of it up. I want to flip it brown. No, what happened was is that we did three straight days of work. Oh, the line forms <laughs> around the corner. Well, that's actually funny you mentioned four. Oh, nice. The next thing we have to do is dig holes in the ground. Right, sure. Uh-huh, as you would. As you would. And the problem is, is while I got... Also, we should get rid of him, buddy. <laughs> that's what Mac the Knight did. Yeah. Songs about a serial yeah. killer of a guy. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see guys like, hey, it's Mac the Spoon. You're not so afraid. <laughs> hey, hey pff, fuck that guy. Yeah, Mac the Knife. I'm avoiding that guy at all. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mac the Spoon is on Who horse. killed you, Mac the Knife? Oh, surprise, surprise. Double edge. Hey, look out. Old Mackie's back. Ah, <laughs> I won't be Well, the good news is, is I got a bunch of diggers. Right? Well, the good news. Tommy, <laughs> we don't call them diggers anymore. Excuse me. Stop. Hey, Tommy, Please, don't even with digger. Stop. <laughs> Pop punk. Go ahead. And they can come and they can come dig these holes and below the frost line, see? But the problem is, is that I don't have any good cement guys. And because I need oh, cement. You're looking in the wrong place. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a shovel is shovel six bucks. Try Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> More water. I need cement guys to pour into the forms so I could put up the deck uh, pudding. Is this is this, a, is this like a bit like when you don't know anything about construction? Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. It's like, it's so like the Reddit. He's like the DIY have, subreddit. Give him credit. He learns as he <laughs> across the bridge now. <laughs> well, the problem is, is if I can't get if I can't get cement guys to pour their shit in my hole, mm. then all of a sudden I can't fucking continue to work with Hugo. Mm -hmm. So there was a work stoppage. Oh, by Did the way, by Union and I have, uh, Hugo and I have unionized, but and uh, I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> the Teamsters now. I know. Well, I'm fully got a hold of them. I'm working on setting up your cement racket. <laughs> we'll organize so it. Works out, you know? So, uh, Ryan, I've been uh, celebrating your work recently, four years late. I'm watching Making a Murderer. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. That's a, you're on season one? I'm on season two now. Wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah, ladies, she's something, huh? Well, I almost broke my own television. Mac the knife. What do you think? Did he do it? Uh, oh no. <laughs> Doesn't even matter anymore. Whatever. <laughs> How old is that series? <laughs> Ryan's like, I can't even remember the foley. It's not important. Guys, running away. Is that guy still in jail? Or he no spoilers. No. They're still in jail. No the spoilers, the, the man. The kid almost got out. But then they put a stop to that. Oh, the, both of those guys went to jail? That's yeah. horseshit. Yeah, they, they, uh, the, the nephew was a, he's a little simple and, uh, he didn't really know what was going on. And yeah. they, they got him all caught up that he was a, an accessory to, uh, killing this young lady who came and took pictures of the car. Yeah, speak right to that microphone. Just, so many fantastic <laughs> things happen, you know, in this whole show. I don't want to give you a whole synopsis. Oh, please, please don't. But, uh, no but spoilers. Just, uh, but the guy is a... Uh, uh, Ryan's not used to speaking in a microphone. He's usually clicking high heels with his hands. Yeah, but do you ever look at that guy's face and go, you know what? It's probably a murderer. Probably. If it wasn't her, it'd be somebody else. Mm. It's guilty. It's like Minority <laughs> Report. I just saw that movie the first time the other day. You know who's in that? George Palo. Tom Cruise. George, that's right. Our friend, <laughs> our friend from high school, Jorge Palo. 
Oh, yeah. Who we had on the show. Former guest of the show. Yeah, he was friend of the show. Jorge shot in Powell. the chest, I believe, by uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy the, the commish, uh, Jimmy Smith in The yeah. Shield. <laughs> <laughs> He's blown away by Jimmy Smith. Torn up by a zombie. He also on, uh, told us that dead. Luis Guzman was the biggest asshole he ever met, but he never really said it. He said the initials were LG, and we figured it out in two seconds. Uh. So, if you ever work with Luis I thought, Guzman... I thought it was Lauren Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Graham. <laughs> or Lizzie Graham. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate myself for coming up with that so quickly. <laughs> Kudos to you, Patrick. All right, call my Uber. John, Mario just brought up Mario Polite, and I just made me think about his right. uh, shenanigans going on at uh, a Patreon. You want to discuss that for a minute? What are you talking about? But Mario's reduced his Patreon. Oh, so I get it. I mean, well, listen, I'll tell Wait, you. What, this isn't in my notes. Listen, this is crazy, right? So Mario <laughs> watches the King of Staten Island. I guess he buys it, so he okay. says, right? He did. Right. He, he, he asked. Yep. He, did he even ask one question about the move? Yes, I did. Okay, one. Couple. Okay, I think maybe one. So okay. all of a sudden, I get an email that goes, "Mario Asaro has decreased, lessened to yeah." You know, Less I was his, going to zero, but I kept it at one. That's oh, thanks. The email. Five dollars to one dollar. I get an email. I'm like, right. on Patreon. I think it's a joke or something. I'm like, I can't make this. He goes, he, he goes. I'm. I I had to buy King of Staten Island. Nobody told him to buy it. And he goes, I, and, and for the next four weeks, I will be recoup. Five weeks, I'll be recouping my money. Four. Holy four shit, dude! I pay fifty-five I mean, dollars a month for this fucking Zoom shit for the last six months straight. And you're how much fucking- that fucking couch costs, you piece of Excuse shit? Me. That couch, the, the money I got from that guy who hit my car, bought that couch. Yeah, how many? How, <laughs> what? That, that's how that people think. Moon. How many? How many uh, cushions are missing? How many pits are in a pair? No, no, I got them all. Listen, John. Uh, if dude, you put me that is Patreon. I will make you all money, and you will get a. I, I understand. A that's not, every week. That's You're not gonna the sell point. us on eBay. You I'm turning you down. I'm turning you down. I'm turning everybody down. That's not the point. The point is that it's the most petty email I've ever received in my entire life. It's just ridiculous. I don't care what you do. I give free. I you know, I give, a, give an F. I give a fudge. To the boss. See, he's still talking. About uh-huh. But Jesus freaking Christ! Imagine. And then he's busting like a, no. I, I see he's still talking. I, I haven't turned down. Everyone's he's freaking out on Ryan. He's like, "Are you in the Patreon? You're not in the Patreon, freaking out." And then he cuts his contribution down to a dollar <laughs> to recoup his movie thing. Like, who thinks like that? All right, you're back. I up. think I found a dollar in the road today. Hacky. Listen, Very wait, wait to see how much I charge you for the production of that commercial. Don't change the subject. Miserable. Did you know I was going to see that email? You just figured no, no one would see no, it. No, I, I yeah. don't. Nobody would see it. I thought Patreon. this is a disease. You understand? You're insane. <laughs> yes, I am. Mary That's insanity. I'm not Walmart. There's no coupon for this show. Guess what? I'm going to charge you a dollar a minute. You're going to be on. You're going to be on. We were supposed to. Go oh, to the oh, bank. We were supposed to dress up. You're up to a dollar fifty. And go to the bank together, and you never let it happen. Stop Adam changing. Knows what I'm it's, talking about. It doesn't make Adam a difference. Knows what I'm talking about. Uh, stop. Stop moving the goalposts. <laughs> It, All right, I'll put it back to the bank. No, I, I don't give a crap what you do. It's, it's, the damage is done. It's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a dollar a month. Insane I behavior. You, I it's insane you. behavior. And you thought no one would see it. And I got yeah, an email. Yeah, I got an email dollars. that literally said, Mario is a dick. And he <laughs> made it to a dollar. 
You fucking uh, chisel me for four Mario bucks. Mario Saro is a deadbeat. I give a crap what you do. Subject line. This is a funny shit. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, you don't have to apologize. It's, so it was a crazy yeah. week. It, it, you are who you are, and it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insanity. Well, listen, can I tell you? Chris France coming was... up 9 o'clock hour live for Russia right now. We're going to chisel him. May I speak? May I speak? The plan was me, and I got Ryan on the it. Plan. We were going to come Big but plan. you told See, me he keeps changing the subject. Another Cramden-esque <laughs> scheme from Mario. You don't. You, don't, you told oh, me to watch the movie on Thursday night. You didn't want to do it. You fell asleep, and and then you didn't even come to our poker game. I've been worried about. It. Yeah, worried. worried about me. You just want me in that poker game to yeah. so you can take my money. He's like, what's wrong? I go, nothing's wrong. I don't feel like playing poker tonight. I send you money late in the last three weeks. Yeah, because I won. That's how poker works. So that's why I don't mind you being in there. I'm not like entitled to you. Doesn't yeah. mind. You know what? From now on, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you uh, whatever you know, four dollars less than whatever the buy-in is. One dollars. Uh, oh boy. Twenty-one dollars. He's a specter. He's a ghoul. Freaking wacko. John, I don't care if you win. You told me I don't want you there. I Listen, want you, there you should you shouldn't be money. yelling at me. You should win. You've been playing good. You should thank you. You should be yelling at Tommy, who brought it up, is now giggling in the background, <laughs> throwing that uh, uh, t- tension grenade into the middle of the show. I want yeah. to talk about my commercial. Has it been played yet? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. You. Oh, I missed it. Come on. I haven't even heard it live yet. Mario, why don't good. we do a behind-the-music uh, kind of thing where you tell us about the whole week and how you recorded that and how it yeah. worked out. With S- pretty- send me four bucks. I'll play it. Well, basically, Tommy, you dad. <laughs> look me at my behind say, while I get into an like, Uber. I think it's okay. Could you it's imagine? Funny, but Could if you, you want to do it, I'm so busy. I'm so busy Miss making those in my house. I don't, don't, I don't count it? any money. I give a crap on yeah. anybody. Can Mary, you imagine? Mary, I'm just Can trying to get a little exactly. DIY, you know? And guess what? It worked, because I'm really proud of you. Actually, you got to recoup my money from... Renting the I, king of Staten Island. I came back. He didn't even go <laughs> for the yeah, HD version back. either. It's stuck in his craw. <laughs> he well, went the for the point... standard definition. Mm. Oh, he wouldn't even spring for the HD? I think it was like 24 bucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I never standard. wanted That's to tight. make the commercial. That is tight like first <laughs> night. That was, right. your, that was your guest. <laughs> Letterbox. <laughs> go on, go on Mario. <laughs> he got the guest and charged me twenty five for watching a movie. I, I didn't charge you twenty. I just, I just didn't ask you to get reimbursed me because I'm going to reimburse myself. You didn't ask. Five Go reimburse yourself. Plenty. Tommy, if you need to be reimbursed, just reduce your Patreon. That's it. That's all you got to do. Until you catch up to whatever you pay. <laughs> it's a, it would be a negative integer, dude. It wouldn't work out. Hey, wait a second. Can I come over? Do you still have it? Can I come over and watch The King of Staten Island? Or I have to buy it? Oh, myself? yeah. We're having a viewing point. Yeah. Give me my login code. Jesus Christ. So, uh, Ma- Mary, t- tell me about the making of the commercial. You you said, I didn't want you I just wrote that copy. I thought it was kind of clever. And I said it's a joke. Let's make this a commercial. And then you were like, I don't have time to make the commercial. And why don't you do it? So then I call Kev and I said, Kev, you think you know how to... And within a half hour, we had already done... Yo, Kev! That, that's my point, it. Mario. It's that easy. That's why you should it's be easy. doing it. It's easy for him. No, Tommy Rockstar wakes God up in the morning gets all son. pissed off. He's like, we don't have time to... Hey, don't dissuade people from writing bits and stuff. What are you doing? Yeah. No, I just asked uh, him to do it himself. That's all. 
Right? Oh, you? Oh, because he wanted you involved. <laughs> he DM'd me. He private yeah, messaged me. He was me. like, "Do my dirty work." Dude. Right, and I was like, "Dude, I just don't have the time to like go into apps and go. How am I going to record you? Yeah. Tune you in know this Friday when we talk phone. to Chris yeah. well, Brown. As, as evidence, you're such a good manager. Somebody, somebody reported you go walking off of your property as a bear. <laughs> if I was on bar rescue, the first thing I do is bear walking upright. First thing I do is fire Tommy on bar rescue, smoking a fucking dart. I'm a little concerned usually about my son because I, he's a little atypical. He's kind of super smart and atypical. I always gets on my nerves because how smart he is. And, and, uh, but I was never so proud of him when he was able to just put those little bars together and make them. I was very impressed. Let's I, take a listen to I Mario's really commercial. I think, uh, yeah. I think it's I funny. like it. I, I got to say, Mario, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I like that we have to replay it on the air because he wasn't there <laughs> to listen to it. This is high class club. Take me back to the summer of 79 to find out where I saw Casey them, Kasem's who I went with, what drugs I was on, and what grade they got. I'm very annoyed. Tune in this Friday at 8 p.m. Cause. He's live. <laughs> It is live! Live from the barrage! At least he hit the note there. Which Mario said on fire! Which Mario put on fire! On fire! I like it. On Radio No. I'm And whatever finer podcasts are sold. That's this Friday, live from the barrage! Sold at a discount. Oh, now that I know how to do this, watch out. You're going to get like 20 a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Naturally. What's with Naturally. the bad punches? Who did this? Uh, babies? Kevin Okay, so. You got to throw those razor blades away when they get magnetized. By the way, at 9 o'clock, we're supposed to have Chris France, but if he's listening to the first hour, I'm sure he's probably out. Totally. Not too late. I would take my computer and throw it into out the window into a lake and then drain the lake. And set it on fire. Yes, Stephen. I want to contribute to the Patreon where I get to watch Pat's reactions to Mario's bits. Yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah. I don't need, I'm Patreon, not, I support that. I try not to look at them because I know. <laughs> I got the timing right. Tommy would be proud. I could feel Pat's anger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, Mario. I really am. I really was surprised that you even pulled it off. It's very sense. good. It's fun. It's, I it's, shocked it's myself. Good. My hatred gets you know, me a discount I, my Uber. I listen to the first 30 fish, seconds. Dude. I'm like, what's going on? I listen to the next 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, it is kind of funny. He did light the barrage on fire. That's Mario, <laughs> teach a man to fish. You know, now you can go fishing all week long. Mm. Last night he's texting me. What are you doing, Captain? It's 30. I'm playing poker. <laughs> I'm in your crawl space. I'm in your crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you usually you usually text me around one two in the morning. Like, I take umbrage with the fact that you didn't even react to that. You I know, and I'm sorry because <laughs> when I texted you today, I watched it again. I was like, I forgot. Doing our own show here, ladies and gentlemen. He texted me last night. He's all in my business. Like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, you know, I, I work on hours. I'm sleeping. He's like, ah, I was worried about you. And then I go, I was sleeping. He calls me Rip Van Winkle. Like, it's in, very insulting. Like, ah. that's not an insult. Listen, stop paying attention to my sleep patterns and, you know, find some friends in your own neighborhood. Leave me alone. The, the last time I heard from you, you played me a, a, a Friedman and Sanchez. Uh, commercial That's right, I'm working, working on it. I have it's a rough draft. And I, I thought it was record. so hilarious. Oh, under <laughs> by the way, Life in the Barrage is brought, brought to you by Friedman and Sanchez, the law firm that cares. <laughs> brought to you by Rip Van Winkle, popularly known as Vanilla Eyes. So, Mario, Sleep for 100 years, kidding. Friedman and Sanchez. 
Man. Steven, I think Steven wants to ask me a question. I have a question. Your your kid your kid edited that thing and yet you were you don't want to disclose to your kid that you did drugs. Well, I said were... nineteen seventy nine, yeah. Oh, does he have a computer? Because I think we have went over had... the list a bunch of times. Have you had a drug talk with your kid? Mary, he can go on Ancestry.com. Yeah, uh, he, did, he did have a drug talk with his kid, and uh, he gave it a B plus. It was at CBGB. <laughs> he was on Prelude's. He was I'm on my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the yellow sunshine. And he did Here's the talks talk. I had. What year? What, what drug? Do you want to know what drugs I was on? Coming down hard. No, we'll wait. What, what we'll drugs wait. were you on when you talked to your kids? That's <laughs> right. drug. Talking kids. When I had my kids? Coming yeah. up later, Chris France of Talking Kids. Mm -hmm. Talking <laughs> No, I'm talking about, do you want to know the 79, what I was on? Which I hold off on. No, I think we should wait till we talk to Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we got to no, talk about it. No, I want to hear what kind of antiquated horseshit drugs you got. <laughs> I, I was I, on no, lint, no, no. I, I want to wait. Ludes. I copped the lids. Copped the lids. <laughs> we want to hear. Apple wacky. I want to hear Chris's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is some chef. <laughs> Life and Garage are ready to help. Uh, it's true that Ubers take longer now. I did I don't fight know. that. I, I had take a fight Ubers. with some lesbians. I took, I took the bus show. the other day, and it was free. I couldn't believe it. It was free. It was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's because it's a bus. He's in my head. Back door. Back door. It's, it's I got free. on the bus, <laughs> like, with my Metro card in my hand. In my hand. And because I, I, I had to wait, like, another hour for the railroad. I go, F this. I'll take the 7 train. And it was actually kind of... You know, quick. I, I took public transportation today. I took the train here, and I'm gonna Uber back home. But you know what's funny is like this is like I've been wearing my mask like in you know shopping and stuff like that, and you know, and I keep in the truck. I have the hundred disposable masks in the truck and just throw them on. But there's something about walking around with the mask. I don't know what it is, but I always feel like my fly is undone. Right. <laughs> just something weird. Fact, like I just feel off. Yeah. Like, I'm fine, like, when I'm shopping, but when I'm walking down the street, I'm like, something's off. That's why I have the <laughs> neckerchief that Pete makes fun of. It's European. Caller, you're on the air. <laughs> I got this little pocket one here. Caller, you're on the air. It's right in my wallet. Hey. Shush. Hey. Hey, John. Yes. It's Randy. Hey, Randall. 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 Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, what's up, Randall? Hey, hey, Randall. hey, hey buddies. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? Nothing much. Hey, John, I just wanted to ask you, have you been keeping abreast of the alien news that's going on? The alien, um, you're talking about the alien medicine DNA? Of course. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Pentagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and this, I, I will give you credit here, Randy, and you're right. No, no, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I, I just, I just, I just want to know what your opinion is. Like, I believe. Like, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you believe now? Aliens? Yes or no? Yes or no? Do you, well, do you I, believe? As I've said to you before, I believe the universe <clears throat> is too vast for there not to be life, and also too vast for people to make it here, beings to make uh -huh. it here. But you know, this should be front page news. I I I, I might owe you five bucks. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> See, <laughs> no one knows what's going on. It was like, the, you know, go ahead, Randy. You explain it. Fill us in. No, 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 what's no, going no, on? no. What's going on? You, you, you are now curious, and, and you are now open to the fact I, that there, 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 that there's something, there, there's something happening. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's, there's a questionable 
there, there have been materials that have been retrieved, and something's going on, right? Retrieved you're, you're materials curious, is right? my favorite flaming lip. Well, from what I heard, Randy, is that they're going to start releasing uh, <laughs> secret documents from the Pentagon. Is that right? That's right. That's exactly right. Yes, they're right. Totally right. Harry Reid. Harry Reid from the Pentagon. I mean, come on. We'll come see. On. So, like, Harry Reid lives in Nevada. Everyone <laughs> in Nevada believes in that shit. I miss Art Bell. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love it. Straight out. Um, you know, but listen, I'm has, open to has anything. Tommy, has, has, has Tommy broached the subject with the news at all? No? You know, it, I've been circling around it. I wanted to uh, wait till some more information. Like a UFO. Yeah. But Randall, it is in, of interest to, uh, to me, and so I will. Uh, I'll tell you what. Next week, I'll do a full expose piece. How about that? That's true. It's on the but, news. But, 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 but Tommy, Tommy, you have to do it and like tell everyone to shut up while you're doing it. Because... Good luck. <laughs> well, they usually tell me to do that when I do that. So sure. What are your feelings on big? <laughs> what are your feelings on Bigfoot? Uh, well, there, there, there have there's been no um, verifiable evidence. You know, for uh, for a Bigfoot for Yeti. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just more concerned about aliens. Yeah. Wait, what'd you call him? What'd you call him? Alien. John, be reasonable. His name is Daryl. <laughs> what? What? Bigfoot. His name is Daryl. There's oh, reports I... of in northern Queens of Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, she is. It is. Oh, shit. Oh, what up? Ryan's dog. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tommy, oh, yeah. Tommy, you, you Tommy, you live in upstate New York, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm upstate New York. There's a lot of that stuff up here. Yeah, yep. do, they, do they have big feet up there? Like, you know, like... Well, Sasquatch amount. There's a lot of big hairy guys up here, but uh, as far as Bigfoot, all we got is bears so far. So. Uh, they prefer to be called hair suit. What is your take on this whole thing, uh, Randall? Where do you think it's going to go? What you, you know, I, I, you know dude, I, I, I honestly have no idea, but, but I, I am very um, curious. And excited and cautiously and, optimistic. And, I, and, and every and, and I swear to God, John, every time I read a story or hear something about it, I like think about you and I'm like, I wonder what you <laughs> I miss you, man. If you had uh, children, would you you would totally leave them on Earth like uh, uh, what's his name in uh, uh, Close Encounters, right? You'd just be like, see you later. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, I totally see that. What's you know, that guy's name? Jaws, Paul Newman, Newman right? Richard Drivers. Drive. You like Richard Drivers? You're like, all right, I got, I got kids, and Terry Gaw is my wife, and I'm out of here. Later, later. <laughs> Try to hit me with a car. See you later. I'll be hanging out with these weird kids in costumes, playing with mashed potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be you. Would you? Anyway, I was just, uh, I was just curious as to your, uh, yeah, your uh, listen. Well, my opinion is, if you're asking me, I'm open to anything. I'm not, I'm not as close-minded. We're as you ready think. to if, believe you. If there's uh, evidence of anything, I, you know, I, what the hell? If it's there, it's there. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna double down and stick on the line. You know, who cares? Ryan, that I'm was the that guy. Friedman and Sanchez tagline. We're ready to believe you. Right, <laughs> ready. And the X Files. <laughs> No, that's <laughs> that too. Well, listen, my mother believes in uh, UFOs, but she doesn't call them UFOs. What's she call them? UFO. She calls them tortellinis call in the sky. UFO. What's all the? But it's still UFO. Your parents believe in FBI. Well, well, Full well, blooded time. I mean, actually, they're not called UFOs. I mean, they are still called UFOs, but the it's United. It's not United. Uh, it's unidentified aerial phenomenon. So ah, you know, the they're, they're, you yeah, they're, they're not. 
up yeah, Aries P. Some more modern. I know I've been right, drinking so. since ten thirty. Do you, hey, wait a minute, Rand, Randall. Jar. Do you follow the uh, the writings of uh, of Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two? The writings. You know what? I almost. You know, you know what? I almost got. I celebrate well, his well, entire I catalog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was supposed to getting banned from his website the other day. Right, I, I like. Right. I, I am. I, I am. I. I have joined his group on Facebook. Right. And 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 someone someone um, posted news about what's going on, but they posted the source. It was from Tucker Carlson. And uh, and I took offense to that, and I started yeah. bitching about Tucker Carlson. Right, you didn't take and, offense um, to the Blink One Eighty Two songs, but <laughs> if you want to have a good time, put on like those Blink One Eighty Two videos where they're trying to be goofy, and Travis Barker is just like not into it at all. Yep, just mute yep. it and just watch it. <laughs> but they're trying to pretend like they're a boy band. And Travis Barker is just like, look, no. I got an airplane to be run over by. Jesus Christ, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank I, you, Randall. I need I, to take a break. I, I, go ahead. No, 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 go, no, no, go on, go on. No, I, I'm, I'm actually gonna fail. I'll be like CNN. You got, you have uh, thirty seconds. Well, Randall, I hope you can but, listen but, to hey, the rest um, of the interview. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Later. I hope we can listen to the rest of the interview. I hope you can stick around and listen to the show. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> and John, I just wanted to say, hey, it was good to talk to you. And I want you to tell Colette hi for me. I will. And she's awesome and, and pretty and shit. So, um, yeah, tell us a hi. And I hope everyone's doing well. So good talking to you guys. All right. Love I, you, Randall. I totally will. Love we you, love Randall. you. We love hope you guys too. We hope you're doing okay, man. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, doing great. Thanks. For sure, for sure. Oh, Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye, Randall. Always rooting for Randall. There he is. Bye. Bye. Randall S. Murphy of the great band Wales, yeah. among yeah. other fantastic projects. We need to take a break, and when we come yep. back from the break, We'll be talking to Chris France. Can you believe it? Wow. No. Yeah. Talking Heads, he's got a new book called Remain in Love, and it's amazing, and you have to buy it now. And uh, there was no pre-discussion about me plugging the book. I'm plugging it because it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm glad you like it. Thank you. <laughs> what are you, the ghost writer? <laughs> and we'll be back after these words from... We Grandmaster Flash, he's good. <laughs> Doing a terrible job tonight. I apologize to everyone uh, if you're just tuning in. Let's see. Shit! Ruin the whole show. Ruin the whole show. I don't hear myself. But do you hear you? I don't hear anything. Hey, uh, uh, you guys hear me? You got the main. Let's come back. I screwed everything up. I hear you. I, got I the, hear you. I got the main up. I hear you. Sounds lower now, doesn't it? Uh, no, I think it's the same. You sure? All I can hear is the fan. Huh. <laughs> WFAN. You're on the fan. Tune in. So we're back here live from the barrage. Just uh, in a minute or so, we're going to have Chris Rands. His new book, Remain in Love. I, you know, I should wait till the guy gets on to do the intro. Right? Uh, I think it's a bit flattering. You know, I'm, I, I'm like, do we sound lower? And I realize I had one of my headphone ears off. Here I am. Here I am. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Is that Chris? This, we can, we can. This, is, this is Chris France in person. Yeah. Nice. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Chris. We really appreciate it. Of course, Chris France has a new book out. It's called Remain in Love. It's on St. Martin's Press. Uh, is there, uh, and, uh, you know, if, if, for those of you who don't know, which is like no one who's listening to this right now, uh, Chris France, of course, the drummer and founding member of Talking Heads and uh, Tom Tom Club. So thank you so much for being here, Chris. It's a really a uh, treat for us. Oh, it's a great pleasure for me. Uh, you, you look like a pretty wild bunch. You know, it, it, there's like 100 <laughs> people here, and I apologize if it gets a little confusing. I hope you can hear me okay. And, uh, you know, I, yes, I, I can. The book okay, is... Start my video. Start my video. The host... There, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi. You, you look fantastic. Yeah, let's give it up for Chris. Yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your secret, man? My secret? Oh, I don't know. I, I I don't think there's any secrets really, but uh, <laughs> but I, I I've been uh, taking trying to take good care of myself. You yeah. Know? Uh, well, I read the book and I could say that there's definitely no secrets left. You that was very detailed. <laughs> it's well, thank you, thank you. I I uh, you know it, it's how shall I say it's it, it's very exciting for me to to have written a book. Somebody said to me, who's written a number of books, in fact, he's a very great, uh, distinguished author, and he said to me, you know, Chris, it's nothing better th than to be able to say you have written a book. Right. <laughs> because while, while, while you're actually doing it, it, it's some serious business, you know. So, you forego the, uh, I don't know what's going on there. Somebody's making a cocktail. Did uh, uh, You forego... You you didn't have a ghostwriter, and you decided to write the no, whole thing yourself. No, I didn't. I um, I'm so glad you did it because the book reads so easy to me. Like it's just very. It's a treat to read. You know, it's a, it, it well, flows thank, very thank nicely. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, that's that's all the time we have. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like seven years ago. You guys know Mott the Hoople, right? Sure, yeah. all the young dudes and et cetera. All the dudes, all the way to Memphis. Um, not all of their titles have the word all in them. But... <laughs> Ian Hunter. Yeah, Ian Hunter. And Ian Hunter, I'm in Connecticut. I'm speaking to you from Fairfield, Connecticut. And uh, Ian Hunter lives about 20 miles away, also <laughs> Connecticut. And like seven years ago, I had a meeting with, uh, not a meeting, uh, a, a casual lunch. Tina and I and uh, another mutual friend and Ian's wife had lunch up in Danbury, Connecticut. And, uh, you know, I was just getting to know you. And uh, we'd actually met him before because he used to, he was one of the guys who, one of the few rock stars, like bona fide rock stars that, would hang out at CBGB's. Right. He would come in there with Mick Ronson or John Cale or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> so I had lunch with Mick Ronson, and I, I said, this is seven years ago. I said, uh, Ian, I'm, I'm thinking of writing this, uh, writing a memoir, and I really admire the, the one you wrote called Diary of a Rock and Roll Star. That it, you know, he wrote it when, uh, or shortly after Mott the Hoople did the, the tour, their first tour of America with, um, behind the, uh, I think the opening act was Queen. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, 
I said, do you have any tips for me, Ian? And he said, all I can tell you, mate, is to write in your own voice. Right. So, so I tried to write in my own voice, and uh, you succeeded. It's, it's you, you, the stories and everything is so detailed, and and it, it reads like a conversation. You know, it's it's the book is. It's well, it's great. I you know when I opened it up, I didn't know what to expect, and I was so pleasantly surprised by pretty much every single thing that happened. And it's it's great. Well, thank you. Very I don't much. mean to say you know we talked about this before, Chris and I on the phone, and he, he's like, "You're going to kiss my ass about the book." I said, "Absolutely." And uh, we figured it <laughs> that <laughs> it's uh, this is uh, there was no pre discussion. The you know, check just, cleared. Yeah, I mean, good job is what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know. Um, you know, I can tell you now that uh, to, on Sunday it, it will be a bestseller on the uh, the Times oh, of wow. London. Monday, nice Sunday, right? Wow, great! Congratulations, yeah, that's that's exciting. And in the United States, uh, well, our bestseller list, our New York Times bestseller list that every author would like to be on, is currently occupied with. Uh, two really important books about Donald Trump yeah. and, that, and then a whole lot of other books about politics and Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, uh, the in, the environment and all, all that type of thing. Mm. But but I am on the uh, best selling indie indie bookstore list. Oh. So that's good. Nice. Chris, Are the you, bookstores have... open now? Are they? Yeah. Yeah. They you know what they do? They, they'll bring the book like curbside, like like restaurants bring you a nice. a, a, a blooming onion. Or yeah. uh, I like to get my books where they come out on roller skates. Well, I like to get my books for free, and thank you, Chris, for sending me the book because <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, uh, it's I mean, it, there's so so much. Funny. There's just so much, Mario. and I don't want to give things away in the book, but I mean, it's like, I, I have things, where I'm like, I'm all over the place. I have every chapter, is like, oh my God, like, it's better than the next. Is there a little uh, anecdote that you're willing to share that in the book or even not in the book? Oh, uh, well, there's so many. <laughs> it's so many. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't want to start with the Ramones European tour in 77, where Dee Dee shows up at JFK with a... Uh, Cane yeah. full of pills, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I can tell you that little story. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> we, I don't want to be like, hey, uh, we have a uh, Chris on. We're just going to talk about everyone he knows. And You're leading him. the witness. <laughs> Next week, he, uh, Ian Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, we have a great relationship with the Ramones, which uh, continued uh, through the years, and. Um, they were the the first time we ever did a performance as Talking Heads when we were a trio was uh, opening for the Ramones and uh, it was on a Thursday night and Hilly Crystal said well if open for them on Thursday and if they like you you can also open for for them on Friday and Saturday so so we did that showcase CBGB showcase I played there on a Monday, I think. <laughs> and, and and after after the uh, after our set, I heard Johnny Ramone say to Hilly, "Yeah, they suck." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, they, 
They'll make us look good, so it's cool if they open. <laughs> the Ramones chapter is like, you know, I could not take my eyes off this Ramones chapter. I couldn't wait to turn the page. And it, it's no surprise to any of us who grew up in Queens and who were huge Ramones fans that Johnny Ramones a complete freaking asshole. But well, it is. That was his way of being nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I also don't want to turn the show into, like, like you said, the tone of the book. You don't want to be like, and that's, a, I, you know, I don't want to be like, ah, this guy's a jerk, that guy's a jerk. But man, what a fucking asshole Johnny Ramon is. My God. <laughs> no, he, he, uh, but you were asking about Didi. And we, uh, one thing led to another, and we got invited because we had recently signed to Sire Records and the Ramones were on Sire Records. Right. Got invited to support the Ramones on a tour of Europe, the capitals of Europe, they called it. Yeah. This is and, before you even had a proper it, record out, right? Yeah, we, we were in the middle of, we had recorded the basic tracks for our first album, and we had a we had a seven-inch single, Love Goes to Building on Fire. Right. Uh, and that was actually getting some airplay on, like, the the national radio station of the Netherlands and uh, in, in Brussels and in London, I think, on the BBC. But, you, you know, a few spins. And... Uh, but we, we got invited to do this tour with Ramones as the opening act. And uh, it was the spring of 77, which was, you know, the height of punk. And uh, it was a very good time to be go for us to be going to Europe and, and the UK. But anyway, we showed up at the airport. I had never been to Europe before. I was so excited. We were flying to Zurich. We were at the Swiss Air counter. Well, anyway, Didi pulled up in a cab outside, and I saw him, like, limping. And uh, um, I said, Didi, what happened? He said, oh, Connie Ramon stabbed me in the ass last night. Connie was his girlfriend, and she's... You know, I, as far as I know, a very nice girl. But she, and they, they gave her the name Ramon, even though they weren't married yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was part of the Ramones. And uh, Connie Ramon stabbed me in the ass, and I thought, oh, poor Dee wow. And uh, that must really hurt. And he's going to have to be sitting down now for like nine or ten hours in the airplane. But, but. Uh, uh, we, our plane was delayed, so uh, uh, you know a couple hours or something. And so I, I during this time, I went to the airport. Uh, excuse me, the men's room, and um, the road manager Monty. Do you guys know Monty? Sure, we had him on the show. Yeah, we've had him on. He's been actually in here live. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Monty's in the, in the men's room struggling with Didi over this cane and Didi had uh, a hollowed out cane that was filled filled with like painkillers oldest and, trick in the book you know i mean the like zurich police are gonna find that and monty was to Didi's horror monty was pouring them into the toilet <laughs> although although he allowed uh he allowed Didi to keep a few for the flight you know just <laughs> enough just till the end because you know you don't want to get i mean if Didi gets busted like the, uh, when we you land the yeah. tour is kind of like over like you, you, know. you didn't get busted in 76 you could fly with anything it was like a bus on in the air yes but once you got to switzerland they they were very That's they true. were very uh serious about their their uh 
you know, people bringing drugs into that country or anything else. And well, especially looking suspicious too, you know, being you know, yeah. rock and roll guys. But but it was the best tour ever. I'm telling you, Talking Heads opening for the Ramones in 1977. Uh, every venue was sold out. We had a ball. It's they funny ball. too. In the book, you talk about uh, usually when you open for a band, like you know, the audience is you're kind of like you know whatever and they but then you guys actually did encores and people dug you which is like you know that's got to feel good it was a it was a particular point in time uh where people were very receptive to different types of musics like you could like the ramones but you could also like talking heads and, right. and they could play a show together on the same night it didn't have to be like a heavy metal night or a right. hardcore night yeah. or a jazz night it could be just you know a really cool night well, Chris, Chris, isn't, I, isn't I that kind of a, 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 like a strange thing about a, a, your, the band you're in that it could be art rock it could be new wave it, and also it's played on the radio next to Billy Joel or something it's like a weird like you know you guys somehow like people connected to it like normal people who wouldn't normally listen to like yeah. arty kind of stuff how do you explain that? Explain well, yourself. <laughs> it, it took us a while and a lot of a lot of hard work and you know groundwork to get to that point. Because uh, like our first album, we barely got any airplay anywhere except New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Chicago, maybe. Right. And uh, uh, and and even then, it was just a few spins when we came to that town you know and uh uh well, I, I could we, we, we had to we had to we had to work really hard to get to the point where we were side by side with billy joel <laughs> i mean oh. you know who that's the, that's the dream back then. <laughs> but you know but i mean like uh, i'm talking about like mod in the modern day era of classic rock radio you know psycho killer goes up uh, right next yeah. to all these other songs which you wouldn't think would be it doesn't make any sense like <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny isn't it but i i i here's uh well now i have with this covid19 i've got a a personal shopper now uh -huh. never here you go i never had one before for me like, too it's oh, my wife groceries. <laughs> it's a new it's a new thing for me for the past few months but but uh, i used to you know go to stop and shop a, a few I not only drove by, I also stopped. <laughs> but, but the uh, Jonathan Richmond I, knows all about that. I would hear uh, talking heads. I would even hear television. Uh, you know, over no the sounds. Way. And you heard television and stop and show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how, how many hours were you there for? <laughs> Chris, where are you nowadays? Are you in the Northeast? The Fairfield, Connecticut, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Fairfield, Connecticut, the town cool. of Fairfield. Uh, if I could jump in, Chris. Go ahead, Mario. Here's Mario. He I, I, is uh, your age, and he's been to every concert. I, I was uh, spinning. I was DJing at Pratt Institute, another great art school. When you guys came out of Rhode Island Design, we were DJing at Pratt, and uh, that 77 album was way up there. And the one thing you have to understand, you guys, you came to New York almost out of nowhere, and it, the scene was much different. Your art school sensibility was very different than the punk what the Ramones were bringing. But 
you blended well, and that tour was seminal because everybody in Europe that saw you guys, those those audience members were all these kids who made their own bands, and the influence was amazing. Yeah, and I have some Prolific. great memories of you guys, some great shows. I have to say, I didn't get to any of the CB shows, but I did start seeing you as like as early as '79. Uh, I remember at Central Park, and then at, oh, I don't yeah. know if you played Irving Plaza. I know when you were oh, yeah, with the yeah. B-52s. We we yeah. were the we were the first band to play at Irving Plaza. Wow! Yeah. wow. The first rock and roll, first rock and roll band. Our manager found it. We were looking for a place that was, so, like, was that the Fillmore back then? We were looking. No, it, no, was, it was always Irving Plaza. Okay, Irving Plaza. Plaza. Plaza from day like, one. It was a uh, some kind of Eastern European or maybe Ukrainian Ukrainian uh, hall, right? hall and uh they had polka parties and stuff there. <laughs> and our before manager, that it was the old stable so we, we were looking for a place that was between uh cbgb's and the beacon theater something oh. in between and he found this place and we went down he took us down there to see it and and we said yeah man this is gonna be perfect and we Great. played there and then the next weekend it was the b-52s Right, I saw both of those shows. I have, I have a list. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris Mario, uh, our friend Mario here has a list of every show he's been to, and ah. a, a grade and what drugs he was on. I think it dates should, back to the seventies. We should probably explore this a little and see if things line up because I know I know Tino also had a, a very detailed. Like uh, I don't know if you say tour diary, but you know she had all these books of uh, everything. That's if you read the book, you could see like you know. But day things happen. It's crazy. It's like how specific it is. So, Mario, Mario what what grade did you give the Talking Heads? What uh, show? You're not going to be happy with this. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Listen, by the way, was... he gave the Ramones like a C, so I wouldn't feel bad. Well, they were like, nobody ever even heard of anything like it. So it was foreign when we first heard it. was like a, an assault on the senses. And it but took a while it was to a get mess. the Ramones. You said it was a mess too, Mario, right? That uh, they were... Well, it's like some, nothing you ever heard before. It's like right. you look was, at you uh, Renaissance paintings your whole show. life. And then you look at a Jackson Pollock. Right. So we have like, Chris what? on. What do you got on the on uh, right, Talking so Heads? Let's it go. It was August sixteenth, nineteen seventy nine. I remember it well. Uh, at Central Park, I was Park, four years tenth, old. I was on the tenth row. Uh, the Talking Heads B fifty twos. I went with Botch and the guy who started the squeeze. What gang, what club was this? It was at Central Park. Central Park. It was the Central Park huh? at the uh, skating rink concert. Wallman skating rink. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down that it was a B, but I did put it in parentheses. The 52s, 52s, excellent. Which means I think I like them a little bit more than you guys. <laughs> okay. And well, then, and then you know, the the B52s are great. Yeah. You know, yeah. always. Do you know what uh, Tim Rollins? Uh, him and Kate Pearson were together for a long time. He's an artist from KOS. The yeah. Kids of survival. Yeah. Yeah. I Tim know. Rollins and I were very good friends. He was a mentor to me, and I, I've known Kate oh, really? through him for many years. But he passed recently. Great guy. Great guy. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. In fact, that's the last time I saw Kate was at his memorial. But I did see you uh, a few weeks later. It was at Irving Plaza. It was, I believe, September 5th. Well, that was the B-52. So you guys were the week before. So yeah. probably. Late August. Yeah. yeah. Probably. And uh, I wrote down again that uh, I was in the first row for that because I would always sneak in and, and crowd myself. I'm very small right into the front. And get, uh -huh. that's where I got my tinnitus from, from being in that right next to that speaker. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did right there that you got you got an A that time. Congratulations. But I wrote down here that there were two women 
I thought one of them was coming on to me that it turned out that they were together and then we got into kind of a little argument. Uh, I uh, thought that this young girl was being kidnapped. I was trying to help uh, her, but obviously... What drugs are you on for that show? Uh, it says MP. I don't know what that means. I coded what I was doing psychedelically. M, M was probably messing. <laughs> well, we get to interview yeah, Mario every week. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it up for one. Spinning records at Pratt, listening to the music that came out, everything was new and fresh. I feel sorry for... Young kids who grew up like in '92 well, and had to listen to whatever was coming out then because we—that was a great era. In that is a good question, Chris. Uh, do, do you do you think there'll there'll ever be a scene where there's like a you know uh, you know Max's Kansas City, CBGB, uh, Mud Club, uh, the world, all these things that that's never going to happen again? Was that one specific moment in time that's just completely uh, you know it's it's not uh, able to be replicated? Great question. Well, it's. Um, you know, you never know when the next scene is going to happen or where it's going to be. There, you just have no idea. At least I don't. And uh, it could be, uh, oh, wouldn't it be nice if it, it was like in French Polynesia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you just never know. Uh, it, and, and it's right now, it's so hard. I mean, there's no, uh, you can't get together and That's and uh, put on a show right now. So. So, uh, what are your thoughts on all that, Chris? Like, do you feel that uh, music will ever come back, or you think it's going to be like a, a year, oh, two years? Later? Yeah, sure, sure, it will. But but uh, I don't know about this disease. I mean, I I don't know how. Have you all lost any family members? I I, I have. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. mother. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. My gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, yeah, it was really bad. But I I feel for all the. <sighs> The people out there that are, you know, can't work and want to work, but they know they, you know, it's really a difficult situation. Sure. I'm so and, sorry about your mom. That's true. Yeah. I, I'm lucky enough that no one I directly know except for like a, my friend's mom and someone else, you know, but uh, my God, man, really? How, how old was your mom? My mother? Oh, she was, she was up there. She was 92. Mm. But, uh, uh, and, you know, uh it's just unfortunate oh but, sorry but, I'm so sorry but uh uh also uh, around that time it seemed like a lot of people were, a lot of great musicians were dying too manu de bango yeah. one of my favorite you know african musicians um uh yeah were you close with uh, bernie Worrell before he passed on i I was always close to Bernie since the first day I met him, <laughs> and uh, I I was not able to go to that big benefit that they had in at uh, for him at at uh, the Ritz or what's it called Webster Hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Webster Street. Hall. Yeah, I would have liked to have gone, but uh, the fact is that Tina uh, had pneumonia at the time, and we we just couldn't we couldn't you know go to something like that. And uh, but Bernie, uh, Bernie was, you know, when we did that expanded lineup with Talking Heads, uh, you know, added the extra musicians. It was really Bernie who helped us uh, get it all together, you know, with the arranging and and uh, if ever there was a problem, Bernie would have a solution. Oh, I like that. I mean, you yeah. know, it's great to have people around you like that. If you read the book, uh, pretty much. Every person is in it, like ever. 
It's it's. You, do you do you feel like you're lucky like that to to have been around so many talented people? Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I'm a guy who digs celebrities. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like when I first. And uh, growing up in Pittsburgh or in Kentucky, I didn't see very many celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh wow, there goes the chief of police." That would be. <laughs> well, well, uh, we all remember the time you met Sting, but oh, that he drove past <laughs> Chief but, McFiddler. Uh, when I moved to New York, and I I had a job on my day job was on Fifty uh, Seventh Street, in a store called Design Research. We sell. We sold housewares uh, made in Europe. Fancy, you know, um, designer high-end uh, houseware and furniture and stuff. And our clients would be people like and I kid you not, Jackie O. Really, <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut, <laughs> John, John and Yoko from Back to School, Catherine Deneuve. Mm. And so, so this and is a high-end. Paul shop. Newman. Yeah. It's Newman. a shop that there's like an E at the end and two P's. It's a shop. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, whoa, this is like so cool. New York. Welcome to New York, country boy. They could, they could walk around back then. With I've that always been starstruck cameras, right? like that, too. Like, I, I'm just, I, I don't know what it is. I'm starstruck right now, sir. Chris, I want to ask a, a question. Kurt Vonnegut um, came in a lot. He, he had um, Joyce was wearing the same trench coat, and it had coffee stains. <laughs> <laughs> it matched the color of his mustache. Oh, he's up all night writing the American classics. So, you know, go ahead, Pat. You have a question? Well, uh, speaking to what John asked you earlier, like you know how interesting it is that you guys are, you know, you, you know, you can turn on, you know, classic rock radio, your K one hundred four or whatever, and that you're right next to, you know, saddled in between Bruce Springsteen and all these other... I think it speaks a lot to the, uh, sonically how uh, great your record sounded. You worked with a lot of really, really talented people. Yeah. They really yeah. sound good. Absolutely. Um, uh, what was your favorite recording experience? Uh, what... I, I'm sorry, I didn't get your question. Uh -huh. you just, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, you you worked with a lot of really good. Your records sonically sound incredible. What was what was your favorite recording experience? Ah ah. Well, th there were quite a few. Um, I got I gotta say, um, the uh, the first time we recorded with Brian Eno, uh, more songs about buildings and food. Mm -hmm. uh, that was really a fun experience. We 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 had been all, all of the songs that we were about to record. We had been playing live on tour for months, so we really had them down. There were, uh, basically all Brian had to do was set up the mics and press record, and we just did our thing. But he did make a few suggestions, and one of which was uh, he he uh, he said about we decided to record "Take Me to the River." and uh you know by al green sure. and and uh he said we had we had been playing it at the tempo al green played it or maybe even a little fast because you know these were punk days and people loved the up-tempo music so uh <clears throat> brian said i think you should slow this down so uh, to the point where you almost can't play it. I mean, you still want it to, you still want to feel the groove, but you want it to be so slow that, you know, 
you you're almost losing it so we said huh okay we'll try that and so we slowed it way way down and sure enough it sounded much better <laughs> sounded way cooler yeah and uh there's a lot of space in between the notes uh, which allowed us to put in these little uh musical events and effects and and eno treated uh for example the snare drum but other things too i think the bass with this little briefcase size synthesizer that he had um and he would run he would run for example the snare drum through that so instead of going bap it would go Mm. and uh that was like a whole new thing then and now like proto triggering almost pardon me it was like proto triggering yeah uh-huh it was trigger but it was he he would mix it in with the uh the recorded sound of the snare so that it was like a a blend you know a blend but uh that was a lot of fun uh, um we we had fun uh, the last record we did in paris was so much fun i mean uh the the album called naked and uh you know, you can imagine being in Paris for a couple of months in a rock group. It's kind of groovy. <laughs> and, Unless and, there are Ramones and you sit in the hotel room eating McDonald's. Uh, one of the one of the most fun times in the studio was uh, the first Tom Tom Club album down at, again down at Compass Point, and uh, the engineer is a young guy, Jamaican guy, in, in his early twenties. I mean, he, maybe twenty one. Stephen Stanley was his name, and he was our engineer. And uh, he, uh, he, he was a very gifted engineer. In fact, he, he recorded the basic tracks for Once in a Lifetime oh, wow. for Talking Heads. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, that was a lot of fun because it was a whole, you know, it's different from Talking Heads. Well, that's, is that the record that you got Lee Scratch Perry to produce? Well, we wanted Lee to produce it. We wanted Scratch to produce it, and we, in fact, we we uh, met with Scratch beforehand at the Howard Johnson's on Eighth Avenue. <laughs> As Remember you, that? As you would. That's where that's where all the Rastas used to stay. You know? Right. And, um, who knows why? But they liked that hotel. And Chris, okay. We we had a meeting with Scratch to ask him if would he agree to be our producer it was 11 o'clock at night we went into his hotel room you can imagine the clouds <laughs> and, uh, and uh we we had this little meeting with scratch and he said uh we told him what we wanted to do and what would he pr- be our producer and he said yeah man we can do it it will be great <laughs> so we got down to compass point and uh, flew all our gear down there and we we started waiting for lee perry (laughs) (laughs) you're still waiting you got yeah he he showed up well he never showed up (laughs) after two weeks our manager called finally got him on the phone and our manager said scratch what's going on chris and tina have been waiting for two weeks and he said Oh man, it's about the money, and so uh, and so, our manager said, "Well, what do you want?" And he said, "I want a thousand dollars an hour." 
<laughs> That's you know, I'm pretty good at math. That's a lot. Our Back band, then. Uh, our band was <laughs> Back then. 1981. Our manager said, well, it sounds like you're trying to price yourself out of the gig. We can't afford <laughs> right. that. Right. And he said, no problem, man. We make the album in six hours. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they, they call my bluff. <laughs> did you did you make it in six hours? <laughs> no, we made it uh, in uh, two weeks. All right, <laughs> Chris, that the most expensive point. album in history, <laughs> <laughs> next to Guns and Roses. <laughs> Chris, could you juxtapose the, the differences juxtapose. You, with your personal experiences <laughs> between the Talking Heads and Tom Tom Club? And the follow up to that is those were those didn't really overlap, did they? They was they were linearly connected there one there's one than the other right they didn't they weren't there wasn't a you weren't doing those both at the same time right um well we we uh we toured with talking heads as tom tom club okay we um we did double duty tom tom club would be the support band right we do a uh unless you were in japan right like a no especially in japan (laughs) (laughs) uh but but uh yeah, the the Japanese promoter said to again to our manager, "Oh, you know, Talking Heads are really great, but who I really want, who can really sell tickets here, is is uh, Tom Tom Club." Wow, That's so cool! <laughs> that <laughs> must have really you know stuck in uh, somebody's craw. I want to mention names. But... <laughs> yeah, but we, we but we always kept Tom Tom Club as the opening act. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't have delusions of grandeur or anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you I, seem like such a like a, a down to earth, like grounded guy. Is it was it weird like being around like you know people who were too arty almost? Is it, this well, is the worst no, question? I, I did already. people who are too arty. Right. That, those are my kind of people. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you. This is Ryan. Um, Backing it up a little, going back to Rhode Island uh, um, School of, Des- of Design. Yeah, RISD. With your RISD, uh, with your fine art uh, background, do you ever feel that you could have made uh, a, a, a linear path towards that career, or do you ever regret it? And with that in mind, part C of the question is, uh, where is this Gene Krupa painting, and uh, do you still own it? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I gave the Gene Krupa painting uh, to my brother-in-law as a gift. And then, and then he moved away and he left it. He left that loft with the painting in it oh. to my oh. sister-in-law. And <laughs> somehow the painting disappeared. I don't know where it is. Mm. I don't think anybody knows where it is. Way to it, go. A nice painting. It was my, like my favorite of all. Was that, was that Jan by, by any chance? Pardon me? Was that Jan? Yes, that was Jan. <laughs> Do you know Jan? I read about him. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Also, also, I want to know I'm, about this cream cheese and peach omelet. Is uh, my kid's going to spit it out when I make it tomorrow morning? Or is it really that good? Uh, uh, Sounds well, horrible. I, I think they'll like it. I, I think they'll like it. You know, okay. not too much cream cheese. Just all right. just enough to Schmier. just to kind just of smooth it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, I'm 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 really proud of everybody. Uh, I think three out of the six people on the show have read the actual book. 
Good job, everybody. <laughs> it's an amazing book. By the way, we're talking to uh, Chris France, and uh, the book is called Remain in Love on St. Martin's Press. Is there a way... Of, May I of... interject? Yes. To cut you off. Sir. You're the guest. Oh, oh. Well, that's hairdo. <laughs> Go ahead, hairdo. That's just as good. I just, I wanted to ask the guest a question. I sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the floor. Um, I had the fortunate... I, I don't take notes on the drugs I took or the uh, <laughs> dates of the shows, but I had the fortunate time of um, skipping summer school, which was, as some of the guests on this show would very well know, that is true, and going to see the Escape from New York tour. Right. Wow. But wait, I, I just I want to explain to the guest. I'm sorry, sir, to to you know give you a long story, but here it is. I had to wait online. Jones Beach, for whatever reason, put their tickets the whole summer shitload of shows on sale at one time at yeah. one day. Right. So if you wanted to see Aerosmith, Tom Tom Club, Talking Hair, Supply, Great White, you had to stand in the same line. Is that exactly? And it, I, I I I will say this one thing: I ended up great white man Chicago because I sat behind a girl with a Peter Cetera jacket on for the entire time, and I now I can't even listen to that group. But um, the Escape from New York tour was awesome. I have two. I have one question and one story. And the one question is, I know that the lineup changed night by night. Like, you know, you weren't necessarily... The night you... The night that I saw you guys at Jones Beach, you headlined. What was it? Ramones? Blondie, the Ramones, Blondie, and you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, th I think I think what we did was at, at, the, at the beginning of each week, we we would draw straws. Uh, Is that yeah. how it went down? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, I'm surprised but, there are any straws but, left. Oh, it have, no, it must it must have been every night because it was different every night, uh, and uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's not easy to follow the Ramones. <laughs> right? You want to go on before because it's a different animal. You know, it's not because you're. Worse or better right. than the yeah, Ramones? It's just it's like a different, different crowd, a different it's animal. Energy. You're right. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of rain. I remember at that uh, at that show um, at Jones Beach. Always, I do, yeah. I do remember that. I remember it. Yeah, because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I have my stub. It says rain or shine. <laughs> was, you, right. What drugs were you? I mean, what drugs are you on now? Right. Exactly. <laughs> if I do any drugs at all, it would be pot, and that's it. All right. Are you a sober guy, Chris? Are you done with all that stuff? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not done with the edibles. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I like that answer. It. But, is Connecticut um, allowing? Is the Connecticut a state where you could go and purchase? Uh, I'm, I believe you're allowed to eat a cookie in any state, Mario. It's fine. No, no. It's, is it you legal can eat, that you can send your books? Okay. Entenmann's is everywhere, buddy. I think it's okay. Um, uh, I, I get mine from Massachusetts, but right. that's that's what my friends do. What was but, your... All right, one one last thing about Here. that show is the awesome part is I see me and my friends were about to leave after the Ramones, and then you guys came on, and we were like, "Wait, that's like the half of the Talking Heads." Holy <laughs> shit! More than yeah. like yeah. fifteen years old. Yeah, you know, I didn't know. You also got to remember this is pre-internet. Yeah, lineup right. was a a, a, a a hit and miss, you know. And I don't mean hit and miss in that sense. I mean yeah. that you didn't know who was going on when, so we were there bright and early. 
And mm-hmm. we were about to bounce after the Ramones, and then you guys came on and killed it. It was yeah. amazing. We ended up going out. We ended up going out to Jones Beach like a bunch of idiots in our jeans. By the way, all right. Let me let me let me let me age myself. We had dungarees on. Dungarees. <laughs> but all kidding aside, we went out. We went swimming. We were waiting for somebody to come pick. Us you know, up. We were I, at- I don't remember being invited to this. This sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know where you were, but because I've known. John for most of my life. Yeah, what's your question, anyway, sir? Long and short of this story, <laughs> it'll be this. I was, we're walking back through Jones Beach. We're soaking wet. I lost my concert ticket. I have Jack on me other than like a Velcro wallet because I'm 15 years old. And I run into you, Tina, and Joey, and Monty <laughs> in the parking lot. This is no joke. And I, <laughs> I, I said I want something signed, but you got to realize I'm soaking wet. You've been nothing, swimming, yeah. Nothing. I have zero, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this is terrible. <laughs> so stub I, is all faded. I, I I wish I wish my friend was here. I said to Joey boldly and honestly, I said, "Do you think I could have your glasses?" Now you know Joey. It's an odd request. <laughs> well, I I needed something. <laughs> and the best part is you guys were all walking to the buses. We weren't we weren't like stalking the bus. We were just coming back from the beach like a bunch of drunken idiots. Yeah. And uh the long and short of it was Joey started to give me his glasses and Monty was like, no, 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 no. He needed those glasses for the Fleshy Museum show. It's not even that it you Mr. You know you. Yeah. Well, you Chris, know back then, uh, Monty was Just, was. was yeah. If he parted with them, that would have screwed up his life. It's a funny story, yeah. Mike. Monty was the uh, sound Thank man you. when you knew them, right? Back in like '77, he wasn't like a manager type guy. He he was the the sound man and the tour manager, tour manager. and the and the driver and, and yes, uh, he was the driver. Yeah. Uh, he, it, I don't know how Monty did it, but he really did it. The question I think we're asking is, can we have your glasses? <laughs> you know what? You got to keep in mind, I was young. I was. I was. I'm not a Chris. Can you talk about uh, say, a, a but I, this one blew me away. I've come out of the water like a moron, and I bump into Joey Ramone, Tina Weymouth. He almost gave you his glasses song. because you know he's and a nice I, guy. And and Monty Melnick, who at the time I didn't know, but. I've actually since been to his apartment, and he will talk Ramones till he's blue in the face. <laughs> yeah, well, well. Johnny would just kick you in the balls and uh, vote for Trump and call it that. What, right, uh, Chris? Can you tell us a little AM bit? Freaking baseball. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off here, dude, but I need to uh, interview <laughs> ahead, Chris, Chris for a second here. And uh, <laughs> it, thanks for staying on with us for so long and putting up and with us. Thank Chris. you for listening to my story, sir. Sure. sure. Um, Problem. Can you uh, like uh, expand a little bit on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame experience and uh, the whole? Th- <laughs> I know, I Very know cool. my we favorite part of this Chris story. It's like a, it's like a wedding. Everyone's at the table, but yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? What's that? What's that like? You're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. By the way, you're like the yeah. only the fourth or fifth uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee we've had on the show. Well, you know, <laughs> um, uh, everybody has strong opinions about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or mm-hmm. an unfair thing or a, you know, 
there, there are many, many. Uh, not everybody loves the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I can tell you that when you get the phone call that, guess what? You're going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Think what you want. You think it's uncool, whatever, man. You get that that phone call. That must be a good feeling. It was was very good. And we were also very happy that the Ramones, um, you know, we're, same we're time. inducted at the same time. Same time, yeah. Both both of us in our first year of eligibility. Yeah. So, so it was kind of remarkable. It was great for Seymour Stein, mm. <laughs> who signed both bands. Right. It, it was great for uh, the agent Frank Barcelona, who was the agent for both bands. It was great for our manager Gary Kerfurst, who was the manager for both bands, and. Uh, and it was just amazing, but it was we you know it was kind of weird. We hadn't played uh, David and uh, I played with Jerry, but but David uh, had not played with us, um, with Tina and I for eighteen years. Wow! And there was there was there was pretty much no speaking before this happened. Is that is that correct? Not, not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. But but we got along great. We got went to a little rehearsal. Big mics, you know, big mics. Let me ask you this, Chris. I don't need to cut you off. When when you show up at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and David shows up, and every, does everyone shake hands and just hug and be like, "Hey, it's good to see you" and stuff like that, or and everything seemed like uh, normal and friendly? Uh, were, I wouldn't say there were many hugs, but, the, but the, <laughs> you know, everything was friendly and copacetic. Right. And we rehearsed for three days. Uh, wow. Before the show. You should have hugged for three days. Well, when you're when you're rehearsing for three days, uh, you know, with a with a guy who hasn't, you know, spoke to you and is all his tension and stuff, it's just like, hey, you know, everything's kind of normal, like rehearsing, like uh, nothing happened before. Everyone's friendly. You go out to dinner and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what we did. Everything was cool, and and uh, then we did the performance, and um, one one thing we did was. Um, when we got our we, we when we were inducted, we brought Hilly Crystal. Yeah, that guy, was, that guy owes me five bucks. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Got to wash the door. I thought that was one of the most honorable things. That That's amazing. So, for, you know, for the audience who doesn't know, Hilly, uh, you know, is it ran CBGB. So, yes, Hilly was the the. Patron, his daughter, I believe. Patron of CBGBs, and and it was Tina's idea. We should invite Hilly up with us. And very cool. Everybody agreed it was a good idea, because really, without Hilly Crystal, there might not be any Talking Heads. Yeah, he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall or Ramones, for that matter. That's I mean, true. Yeah, like as we know. So anyway, uh, then we had to play. We had to, uh, you know, play. We played three songs, and you know, you're playing to. This was when they had the. Uh, ceremony at the at the waldorf astoria in the ballroom right and mm, um you know, it's a big ballroom and, and uh everybody's in tuxedos like <laughs> all these music music executives in tuxedos and their wives right. and david burns in a gigantic tuxedo <laughs> <laughs> and uh but we rocked them we we actually it was so nice to look out and see these people that I knew, like uh, like uh, Chris Blackwell, 
and uh, Seymour Stein and uh, Frank Barcelona and a lot of people that I knew actually having a good time and getting up and some of them even standing on their chairs. So oh, I yeah. thought, wow, we, nice. we, you know, it wasn't Talking Heads' greatest performance or anything <laughs> like that. But it's it was, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's got to feel good. This is how you connected it was with a everyone. Lot of fun. You know, and, it's, um, it's, was that in New York or in Cleveland? Waldorf, Astoria, New York. Waldorf. Waldorf. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Park Avenue. Chris, I, I missed in the Waldorf book. Did anyone? The poor part of town. Did anyone um, <laughs> cover your songs? Because I, I, you know, I was reading that chapter. I didn't see it. Did, did, like, you know, normally a band comes out, say, like uh, that day, Green Day did the Ramones covers because, you know, the, yeah. some of the I Ramones. I thought they were, did outside of really well. Did. Did uh, another band come on and uh, play Talking Heads songs? But or no, no, we good, good. Talking Heads played Talking Heads. Song. Nice. Listen, you know, you know. Sometimes it's whatever. I, I'm glad no one played Talking Heads songs because that'd be ridiculous if Anthony Kiedis came out there. And, uh... <laughs> Chris, I want to ask: Have you seen American Utopia? You know, yeah. I have not. I, I've seen a uh, little clips and stuff on. Uh, did you catch the Stephen Colbert or whatever? Right or SNL? SNL, Did you catch the SNL performance? Yeah, yeah, I caught that. That's cool. That's a good question, Tommy. Uh, To that point, I I was going to ask that as well. Uh, Who has the rights to play the music? Is it David, or is it? Does he mind if you guys come out and wanted to play some some of your older catalog? Is there is there an agreement? You should read the book. It's the whole thing. You know, anybody can play those songs. Yeah, even I, even you. I did a rendition "Barrage on Fire" last night. You cannot. I play. feel like I'm, I feel like we're about to watch "Sing Along" with Mitch Mitchell. <laughs> well, why don't you just get on the drums and we'll all do a Talking Heads song right now? I don't want to give too much away in the book, but one of my I, favorite. I have to say, with with Chris, he's got the drum kit and the bass behind him. I'm like, I'm so tempted to. Be oh like, yeah, I didn't see that. Just do it. Have... <laughs> hey, can Hold you play on, a couple got, licks got, for us, man? My bass is over there. My favorite part there about that go. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing is, I guess it's like a. It seems like kind of a wedding thing, or everyone's at tables, and Dee Dee uh, leans over. I don't want to give too much away from the book, which you should buy on St. Martin's. Us, but yeah. Didy yeah. leans over my, and goes, my kids, my kids. So, so, Dee leans over to your kids and says, "What?" <laughs> well, my kids were so proud to be sitting with Dee because they kind of <laughs> idolized him, right? Yeah. <laughs> very nice, Tom Tom Club, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Dee leaned over to my son and he said. Your father is a real man. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, I heard him, and I was like, wow, Dee Dee, thank you. Welcome to Queens. Tell me from him. You know, the book is, if if you like Dee, I mean, you know, if you got to read this book. If you like Didi Ramon, you definitely read the book. He seems like the coolest dude in the Ramones for sure. You got it there, will you, John? Put it up on the screen. Let me let's take a look at that cover. Uh, I love. Uh, it's I love called the Remain in Love. It's on us. Uh, Who did the cover Lawrence art? Press. Who did the cover art? Well, I'll tell you. Cover art. This uh, 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 her name is Megan Wilson. That's right. Her father. She she she's a a well. She also did Duncan Hannah, uh, his book Twentieth Century Boy, which is really good, and. Um, <laughs> colors better over here uh, but but uh her father was a famous uh, i don't remember his first name but his last name was wilson and he was a cartoonist for playboy i'm oh, sure God. you saw his cartoons yeah. but anyway she she's what, what, kind of, what kind of nonsense is that dirty cartoons 
Yeah. Well, are you? Are, you know, the, it's a beautiful, lovely book, and I'm glad you guys are still in love. Uh, can you put Tina on the phone or not? But I mean, you know, how I mean, is she? How, how is she doing? Is Tina's everyone doing okay well. in these troubling times? Are you guys all right? You have a yeah, dog? We're, we're good, thank you very much. We're we're good, and uh, Tina's doing just fine. Is she staring at you in the side there, refusing to come on camera? No, listen, we don't she's, do it. She's very, um, uh, well, let me let me just put it this way. She's not fond of publicity. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, Tina, I totally get it. Tina, just blink twice if everything's okay. Don't worry. We have, we have, no, <laughs> we have no advertisers, only Friedman and Sanchez, and Sanchez is hanging on by a thread. Chris, what's next for you from, a music, from a musical perspective? What do you you have any more plans to, to do and be creative and create music? Well, we we were planning, uh, we were planning on doing some Tom Tom Club gigs. Uh, oh wow! Last April, mm. but you know what happened last yeah. April? Everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. So those didn't happen. Wait, everything shut down? I didn't hear about this. Well, I, I'll tell you what, hairdo. I'll, I'll talk to you after the show. Uh, there's a bit of a there's something's going around. Okay, Jesus. Have, have you have seen? Class. Nobody uh, tells me anything. Chris, have you have seen the? Like that, have you seen the? We were thinking we, you know, Pete Holmes. Uh, I'm thinking I might start another book, not not about Talking Heads or anything, a different, like a travel book. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. Nice. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I was thinking I might do that, and then when this virus calms down, then maybe we can get out and play some shows. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd it's be a good great, time man. for writing. Did, you, well, yeah, you I, I had a question for you, Chris. Did you remain close with uh, Jonathan Demi at all after the yeah, movie? Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah, Jonathan was. Yeah. Um, well, he I, directed I saw, uh, "Stop Making Sense." Is that right? Yeah. Yes, he directed "Stop Making Sense," and he he lived over in Nyack, mm -hmm. New York. You know, oh yeah, up the Hudson from Manhattan. Right. And, uh, Jonathan was a great guy. Uh, his brother was pretty nice too, actually. Yeah, uh, that was that was his, nep his nephew, Ted. Oh, that was his nephew. I, I thought uh, they were brothers. I don't know. I never really divulged and asked. Yeah, that was his nephew. Oh, okay, my apologies. And no problem. <laughs> he, he, was, he was cool too. Yeah, Ted. Yeah, Ted. Yeah, he's an unfortunate early pass away. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know why that was, but. Yeah. You know, when I, when I was a kid and MTV was on, right? So it's <laughs> the dumbest intro ever. I was like, I don't know. how. When am I like 15? 1990. When does Wildlife come out? Like 80? Uh, wild Style? 80? No, Wildlife. You... <laughs> wildlife with Christopher the Penn? The like, there was like... Wild, wild life. Hold on. Yeah, I yeah. The, excuse me. The there were like three videos right on back. MTV. It was like... Uh, Thriller, Poison, and Wildlife. And they played it over and over and over. What, what year is that? Like 80? I'll be right back. Nine. I have the answer. That was like 85 or something. <laughs> yeah, something when you right. saw that happening and you're like, you know, this is when videos like would make a band. You're like, holy cow. Even though you guys were already like super famous and stuff. Like, yeah. So my question is. Uh... <laughs> there is a question. Why do you hate John Goodman? <laughs> I for love those, John Goodman. For those of you who don't, John Goodman. Hold it, hold it, Andrew. Oh, there it is. Let's John Goodman <laughs> saved that movie. 
and I will get you the answer after I put on my glasses. Right, Diamond Man actually is doing quite well. He took over for Roseanne when her when the whole series went kaput, and I think I like that series. <laughs> the Connors are doing a great job now. They've, they've Stephen, moved it did away you have from a question? Stephen, did you have a question? Yeah, I have. I have two. Okay, well, I just want to say, I, yeah, I was holding this record up. This the B side on this twelve inch was the Wor- Wordly Rapping Hood record. Yeah, the B side spooks is man that is a, a serious heater like yeah yeah i would play records out all the time in, in chicago and like that was that was how i would open the nights up usually is, oh cool is that mm. are you saying like, as a dj you'd or, open it up yeah like oh, of yes. course like i mean and then like you got the a side for later on after after midnight you know but man like what that that didn't appear on the the album later. Was that an early track that y'all recorded? And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, uh, Spooks was a was an instrumental dub version of the song called "As Above, So Below," which which was on the album. That's right. But, but you know, with vocals and and not not quite as dub wise as Spooks was. But uh, okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it was, man. Either <laughs> I'm sorry, that's like some geek shit. Like I just want to give you flowers. I mean, I don't know. You remember anything from play, from playing in Plattsburgh, New York, in '83? Like, yes, yes. Did you hang out at the Monopole and shit? Like, yes. Yeah. The, um, my dad was a bartender. <laughs> wow. Your dad was a real man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we rehearsed, you know, we rehearsed up there for a week in Plattsburgh. Oh, shit. In the gym. Yeah, at, yeah. At the university. And and then in exchange for doing a concert, we got like a free, re, re, pro, we were doing production rehearsals with the lights and everything. And uh, uh, we did that in exchange for doing a concert for the students. Oh, Did you shit. go to that show? No, I my no, I'm I'm 43. I was I was six oh, years. No, excuse man. us, kid. My, but my old man, like later on, would just be like, you know, talking. I, I remember we partied at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> These guys get free free rehearsals at the MT Bottle up in Plattsburgh, and uh... yeah. we we stayed at this motel that was like little log cabins, like uh-huh. real log cabins, and uh, it was so so much fun. You know, reading the book, Chris, do you think that drummers are like the ultimate historians? Right? You're sitting back there playing drums, and you see all these books by uh, people who've played drums, and you just kind of, like, do you think that, you know, you're sitting back there and taking it all in, you can write the book, and it's it's probably the most truthful thing. You know, there's no way you're getting a real story out of a guitar player. That guy. Right, right. You're saying the drummer is kind of behind the scenes, behind everybody. I'm saying that you watch everything happening and eagle eye, yeah. After the after this question is answered, I have a follow up question. All right, good. Go ahead, Chris, please. (laughs) What do you think? Okay. Um what's the follow up question? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, hairdo. Okay. All right. I asked the John, the the main the, the main host, SOB host. of this show. Just I'm ask the freaking question here, though. No, no, no shush, shush. Be nice. <laughs> um, you know, um, 
Well, what is it like? Well, especially if you, in, in fact, are friendly with your band members, and I, I assume when you start, you are. What's it like having, as a drummer, to stare at their backs most of the time? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Well, that's a good question. You know, uh, with, with Tina's back, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Fine. It doesn't matter because you're not allowed to, he was I, never allowed I, to I look David Byrne in the eye. I get it. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it, it, David was amusing uh, to watch from behind. <laughs> a lot of him to watch, a lot of suit. No, 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 but I, this is more of a, I, it could, you could have been in your first high school band. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you, yeah, you, you have, mean, a, you have a, an angle that, we, that we no one else has. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They always put the drummer in the back. Mm. Tina often, <laughs> the top pub, Tina would ask me, would I move my drums forward? Yeah. Right. I, I, well, I'm a bass player, so I had connections with my drummer usually, but not all the time. That's and I always think, what happens. This poor bastard has to look at the back of my head for the rest of the night. You know, it's kind of as a drummer myself. It's, it's kind of okay. like takes kind of the it's pressure so off of you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a reasonably good question to ask. It would be nice to have Chris answer it. <laughs> Someday, right. Chris, can it's, you call in tomorrow and answer the question? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad, you know. It's uh, it's something that uh, kind of goes with the territory. You know? Is it hard? To, to. Is it hard to play uh, kind of like these, uh, for lack of a, a better word, regimented kind of dance beats, as opposed to like a super open rock and roll thing where you can do whatever you want? That's a great question. You know, I, I was reading the book, and you said something great about. Uh, how you should play to the song and then once in a while surprise the band. Uh-huh. And I thought as, you know, as a terrible drummer myself, I thought that was a amazing thing. Like, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense, you know? Uh-huh. And there's no question here. Uh, <laughs> no, but I want to hear about the dance beat kind of angle. Like, Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between the two? That's a good question. Well, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, I realized early on... I, you know, I was watching Tommy Ramone, and Tommy Ramone kind of broke everything down to a very minimalist style. Like, you know, minimalist art, you break a break things down to their their essence, you know. Well, with um with Tommy, he really did that with drums. And there was nothing fancy or flashy, yet it was perfect. And almost zero fills, almost zero. And when he did do one, it would be very simple, like, uh, you know, pounding the tom-tom-tom, pounding the tom-tom, you know, quarter notes or something. Nothing, nothing, you know, flashy or, or unnecessary. But it was really, you know, powerful. Is it hard to do that night after night, like live and, and you know, without like, like so some songs, like you just don't play a fill for like, uh, you know, an hour or well, something? Well, what I was going <laughs> to say was that after watching Tommy, I thought, I want to be more like that. I, I want to like really, but, but unlike. Were you? You were different. Yeah, I was different. But I, I, uh, I stopped doing a lot of fills and things. And I, I what I did was, instead was, um, you know, like a single tom-tom hit mm-hmm. you know every four bars or something instead of 10 tom-tom hits something subtle you know and um and i got to say i love the the 
I love the the uh, the great dance, you know, P Funk and Donna Summer, Giorgio Moroder. I love those those songs from from the seventies and the early eighties. Uh, you know, funky dance tracks. And, the four on the floor beat. Yeah, four on the well, floor. I think beat. maybe that's also kind of the, the way. Uh, you know, it's uh, I, and I don't forget me if I'm speaking out of turn. The like the the danceability of the beat. Is, yeah, you hear that in Genius of Love. Is what appeals to like the pop music audience. Almost like, you, you, listen, Psycho Killer comes on, you start moving, and that's it. <laughs> and that's like old soul kind of shit. And that's all you. Yeah. Yeah, great song. When you went on American Bandstand and Soul Train, did you have to not play and do the lip sync thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, it was, it was the rule. You had to yeah. lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> they would, do, they would do like um, three or four shows, tape three or four shows a day. Right. And, it's like and Jeopardy. They they didn't have time to be uh, you know miking up bands and doing sound checks and right like turn them out. How did you feel about it though? Like was it very awkward or you just kind of it played was, it off? It was a little little weird the first couple of times you do it, but the upside is that it actually sounds good on the other end coming out of the TV. <laughs> right, right. How about when when you guys played Beefsteak Charlie's? Did you play that live? Or <laughs> <laughs> do? He yeah. did. They played Beefsteak Charlie's. I'm not making a joke. We did. In, uh, in, uh, I think it was Mamaroneck. Really? <laughs> Read the book, you jerks. I read it. <laughs> Beefsteak Charlie's. Wait, I don't understand, Chris. Why would you play a Beefsteak Charlie's? I don't know. Why not? Uh, because a Beefsteak Charlie's. This is amazing. Uh, our manager uh, said... Hey, there's a st- steakhouse in Westchester, <laughs> and they're willing to offer you this much money to go out there and play. All the steaks Why? you can eat. Okay. <laughs> so no, they, my you know, freaking jaw is on the floor after, right now. After dinner was over, they they uh, moved all the tables back. Uh, and there wasn't really a stage. There was a little, you know, six-inch six inch high platform and we set up on that and we we did our thing and let me tell you the kids up there went nuts (laughs) (laughs) don't don't underestimate the audience at beefsteak charlie's talking heads from that's chris i really you know i really appreciate you staying on with us for so long and i'm sorry that uh we're a bunch of uh, drunken this is, this, uh, dummies. That's the greatest brother. story I'm going to hear in the entire year of 2020. Thank you. <laughs> Chris's book, uh, yeah, Remain I, in I Love, is just so amazing. It should cost a million dollars. It's to only cost $29.99. Is, and it out. I'll have it on Monday. It's a good read. I read the Beastie Boys book recently, and it's just as good. It's not better. Just take it, you right it, back. Every page oh, flows to the next. I'm not, you know joking around it's a it's a great book if you're into rock and roll or anything like uh, like that if you're into music this book man you, john you're I'm, not going to be able to put it down john i'm sorry to interject but i just want to ask chris real quick what, what's the most beneficial way for uh for you yeah. for us to purchase yeah. it right well uh 
any way is fine. Save his beef, save Charlie's. Just cast if a you check. Not buy one on Amazon, then you can review it and you can say, mm. "Oh, very good. I love this." It's like, and Chris is such a great drummer <laughs> and an excellent talk show guest. He's the best. Well, yeah. Usually, right. how well, I well, start well. most of my reviews on a book. By the way, <laughs> look, you're, you're lucky we didn't talk about gear. You know, we had a or David. <laughs> I'm, I'm you're on Tom. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. We could talk for another hour. You want it's to come a, back in a month a, or so and it, catch up? We can do that. Dan, I'll, I'll come back. I like I you like heard it. Thing. Thank you. It's a beautiful book by beautiful people, and it reads so easily and directly, if I may say. It's a, a great it's, love story. It's a real treat to be blessed exactly. with I'm, such in-depth insight into your life and career, and we really appreciate you uh, doing the show and uh, letting us be a part of part of that. I appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for your music. It's been uh, inspiring, guys, to say the you least. You guys are really fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> rock stars pretty mellow back then. Yeah, I'm just chilling up. In the, I'm in the Catskills. I'm up in the, I'm up in the Catskills chilling in my cabin just watching it all unfold. As you can see Chris well, on Instagram. We're all going to come over your house, Chris. At France Chris. At France Chris uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Chris France, TTC, Tom Tom Club on Facebook. You you know, you can find them anywhere. Go buy the book. It's you, you will not regret it. And who's the... Kindle. Uh, Steely Dan, Crap or Not Crap. <laughs> Uh, not my thing. Yeah! <laughs> it's about 50-50, and uh, I got one more person on my side. I uh, hope uh, you and Tina are doing well, and uh, I hope uh, everything's good. Do you have anything to plug? The book? I really give appreciate our, Give our best to Tina, too. Shit, I had a couple of extra questions, but I'm not going to uh, do it. Uh, no, uh, Chris, right. uh, we've kept uh, him on for too long. I really appreciate I, you doing No, no, no. I'm saying. Well, I'm saying. Good night. Thank you, you guys, for doing listen, listen, And you thanks guys for having have, me on as well, everybody. Yeah, yeah, from the barrage. You guys have a great summer. Thanks so much, Chris. And, uh, thanks for writing a, love, an amazing book, and uh, it's 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 incredible. I'm telling you, great job, everybody. Great job. <laughs> you got to. Uh, we didn't even touch on the on the Johnny Ramon. <laughs> that guy will slap a salad right off the plate. You know, he's he, never he seen her. Stonehenge, I know that. <laughs> he's never seen a salad that's not an iceberg lettuce. It's beautiful. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Really appreciate Thank it, man. You, Chris. Later. All right. See you Thank on the other side of the break, guys. Here, there yeah. goes. Chris France. Give it up, guys. Give it yeah. up. Founding member of the Talking Heads and Tom Tom. Now, what the hell happens on the break during a Zoom? Do we all just sit around radio? like an no. idiot? You, you change your fire extinguisher. Hey, there's my boyfriend. I didn't want to say about him, boy. Looking good over there. Very good angle you got. We just interviewed Chris France. Holy shit. That takes me back, guys. You made me proud. You made me proud. There she is. Look at her. Good job. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you. What the hell is that? Sadie. Yeah, we got to let John lead this out, guys. Miss Puppy. Let's go, Johnny. Take us uh, out. I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I just don't know how to handle the break on a Zoom. That's you all. Just, you just mute yourself You're gonna and mute hang out. Yourselves. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Tux okay. yourself. And, and everybody, go, go to Radio yourself. Nope. You know, we exist on RadioNope.com. All right. Good for you. Thank you. Yep. See you on the other side. What happened to what I was going to do? I don't even know anymore. I'm so confused. Get it together. I'm so happy that, that uh, we've done it. Was that was that terrible? No, it was, it was great. It was good. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was good. fire alarm kept beeping every 30 minutes. I think that might have been Chris's. I thought I think so, it was too. Chris's I think it was, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, who, who's? Uh, yeah, it's him, right? 
It had yeah. to be because it's not going. All right. On. So but that's I a, actually my, the, mic, the, the microwave cast. was Chris. That's David I Byrne calling. <laughs> Why won't you answer me? The fire department says you're supposed to change them seasonally. <laughs> you change them with daylight savings. It's different in Connecticut. All right, John. All right. We'll be back after these words from a band that everyone hates except for me and Pat. Hey. Yeah, life's the broad. Coming at you. Don't forget, uh, Brazil. And we'll be back. Let's come back. Let's go. Hey, it's live from the Barrage here on the old Radio Nope. And uh, I guess the Facebook Live and everybody. Sorry, Pat. I That's had okay. microphone down. But I had nothing to contribute. That's all right. I got nothing. I will unmute myself. And uh, I suggest you all unmute yourselves. Do the same. Unmute. Go unmute yourself. Right. Go ahead. Only person who's still muted is Tommy Rockstar. And what are we doing, Tommy? You're producing this show. Oh, how much she loved the interview that she actually bought the book, so she got the barrage nice. bump. Ooh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Barrage bump. I'll be taking myself off. I loved it so much. Six weeks. I bought the company. It's John, a good hot tub read. The money store. I'm going off Patreon for another six weeks. Wait, what? Me? No, what? what? What are you saying now? What are you talking about? I bought the book. I'm going off Patreon for another six uh, nice. weeks. Yeah. He's, a, he's down to 25 cents, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can we just get another the round of applause for Chris? T- Holy shit. Oh, that my God. So great. great, great guy. Um, I did a terrible job, but amazing. No, you are great. Uh, stop. So guys, I got to say, we were all great. I mean, there was a lot of people, but he was. that was a good interview, and it felt good, and what a great yes. guy. What a great guy. I worried about his fire uh, smoke. He was re- yeah. easy to talk to, and I thought we almost had him to get to play in his, the instruments. Well, we he thought about him. Almost. He thought about it. So, uh, what instruments do you play besides the? <laughs> what do you fancy yourself? You know, if you I, I, I'm not, you know, I never, no had a, I never had a conversation or an email. With <laughs> <laughs> no brass, COVID nineteen, no brass, no only elbows. The um, I, you know, I never talked to him about it, and I, and I know I, I sat here and uh, you know plugged the book like crazy. It's only because I was reading the book, and it's it's freaking great. Yeah. Read this book. It's- Steal this book. Steal this book. <laughs> That's this a lot of Rock and Roll that... Hall of Famers we've had on the show. So yeah, good. dude. How many? Uh, too, Adam Krasal. Uh, you're you're uh, one, you're the, the uh, co-producer of the show. <laughs> what? Uh, how many Hall of Famers have we had on? How many holes have you dug in your backyard? <laughs> Do you have a good concrete guy? <laughs> I, I don't think hole. we're ever going to see Hugo again. I can count at least two. Two. Chris, two. Front, Chris France, DMC. DMC. Wait a minute. And, and Chips enough. The Ramones. Chips and the Ramones. Inducted in 2002. Entenmann's Chips and the Ramones. Yeah, they're in the end of the aisle. Chips and up with this trim cone. That's more for the guys that I don't have. No, we've had more. Wait a minute. We have. Wait a minute. Cheap trick. Cheap trick. Cheap trick. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, well, I don't know if we exactly. What about Van Halen? Let's go to the show and listen to Cheap Trick. No monk. Hanging yeah, no. brain. No. Is a qu- question mark and Mysterians in the Rock and Roll of Fame? Absolutely. Might be. They should oh, be. That's one thing I meant. There's a Hall of Fame of fucking annoying interviews, but yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, question Ryan. mark was accurate. Hey, question, you want to talk about I'm aliens? We should have had that guy talk to Randall last morning. It was always oh, on the set list. 
That was one of the things I read about. Is that '96 Tears was always on their set list. Oh, it's they played. The, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a great song. Yeah, yeah. John Lennon thought it was the best rock and roll song of all time. But he uh, yeah. never listened to Chuck Berry. John Lennon. I don't know if you know that. But. Mm. Racist. <laughs> Hated Chuck. Oh, Berry. on the break, Fud called. He wants John, to know if he wait, can wait, get John through. Lennon John Lennon didn't listen no. to no. Chuck no. Berry. Let's move on. What's up, Tommy? Is it the news time? Working. I told him your phone's not working. Mario, right now we're doing the news. Not the right. You don't have to lie to people. If he'd listen to the show, he would know what we're talking about him now. But he does, he can't be bothered no. to listen to it. I told him the phone, the phone line was working. Okay. Up to the minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage. Turn on your... Hey, so a crocodile fell out of a tree. <laughs> Reporting live from at least six feet away via Zoom video conferencing app. Here's Tommy Rockstar with the news. Every week, Tommy comes up with the news. We don't know what's going on. Tommy, what's in the news this week? Arts and crafts over here. I, I feel like you guys are gross. I need to wear a mask. Candy I man. I, need I, I hope this is in the news. Where Donald Trump goes, hey, uh, go ahead. Hey, uh, I'm going to tweet this, right? He goes, uh, hey, check it out. <laughs> if there were no tests, nobody would test positive, you know? It's good. It's good. Good strategy. It's like, good, 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 good. I know. That's not even the worst of it. He wants to postpone the election. He knows what the good For up to the minute, know. late breaking. Go ahead, Tommy. What's in the news? I, I need a request from you guys. One of you, and I, I don't know who it is, uh, has a ringing, a ringing sound in the background. So who could that be? That was Chris <sighs> France. That was Chris France. You know, I'm talking crazy. about like a constant ringing right now. That's in your ears That's from playing in latex generation. Okay. It's tinnitus, Tommy. You it's not on my that? end. Yeah. No. That's from uh, Axel Rose. And that's the news yeah. with Tommy <laughs> Rockstar. I think I'm done tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Where are you, Pat? Where are you? Pat, you disappeared. They lit up the Empire State. Bravo. Well, I'll hear you tomorrow. In true Axel Rose mode, my mic just my mic just broke, so I'm going to hold it and croon to you the news. I'm going to croon the news. Tomorrow is is my favorite Roman. Can you do me a favor? Can you sway like Axel while you do it? Can you get in the ring? Awesome. My mic stand just broke, so I'm just going to hold my mic. You know, I feel like I'm pushing a boulder up a hill all the time. It's the bear on its hind legs. That's not tomorrow. That's Sisyphus. Go ahead. What's in the news, Don? Can you do me a favor, John? I have a pet peeve with you. Holy Christ. <laughs> so now. All right, go ahead. It's uh, I've been listening to the last five to seven episodes. Yeah. I can't stand when you cut the music short, so can you let my intro play Whoa. fully? Yeah, he wants Which one? I have five of them. Whoa. I don't care. Let them all play Whoa, after each one. other. Okay, uh, Conan Neutrons. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. <laughs> Everyone here is every intro in full. Up to the minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Play all the intros at the same time. Reporting live from at least six feet away via Zoom video conference. Go ahead. I have to end. Look at you guys topically getting fucking interviewed. Voice calls or whatever you want to call it. Play my shit. Thank you, John. Sorry, Tommy. I'll do the best I can from now. No, I just want to. By the way, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you cared about that. No, I do because you play two seconds and I'm like, what? Because I have ten of them. Pick one. Stick with it. All right. 
This is the one that goes underneath your news as you're talking. Yeah, the bed, the bed. This story is rocketing out of Washington. Oh, look at grunge. Herman Cain, the successful businessman who ran for 2012 no, Republican, no, no. <laughs> Republican presidential nomination. And He's later, good. Any, any news with him? Is he all right? A backer of, he later became a backer of Donald Trump. I and don't died. take any pleasure in anyone dying, but my oh, God, no, man, man. What are you doing, dude? He has died from complications of COVID. This guy was like, I'm going to the no-mask party, Yep. and that's it. I'm not going to win. And then, you know, my stuff is up. And somebody on Facebook still insisted today that it was all a hoax. Yeah, probably uh, Mike Orlick. Listen, wasn't Shout out to Joe Gorlick, by the way. The only parties I'm going to have from now Props on. Props to Joe. Are... Let's give Joe a little. Thanks, yeah, Joe. Yeah, I'll Joe. have the episode yeah, up Joe. tonight. I'll be up. At, uh, you know, you guys are fucking breaking my balls. I'll be up to 4 o'clock in the morning uploading this bullshit. Thanks, Joe. We'll be on with you. We'll yeah, stay on too. You're welcome. Yeah, we'll I'll play on. the news play longer. Kiss trust. my ass. What, what, what does John that mean, John, to play us out? To play us out. Uh, he was 74 years old, uh, and it said his headquarters said, "Quote our only boss, the good our, die young. Our boss, our friend, and father to so many has passed away. Father, Godfather. Yeah. Quote, By the way, uh, our new sp- sponsor, Patio Pizza in St. James. Uh, please go visit them. Oh my again. God! Did you <laughs> little St. James. The oh, fucking president that? tweeted a fucking pizza ad. It's illegal. That pizza, what? Sanchez? Yeah, that, that pizza sucks. I guarantee. He, where's St. James? Like, I got by the hand. This fucking bullshit pizza. And where's the, uh, St. Charlie's? I, think that's the, I know somebody on this show who actually knows where it is, but go ahead. Chris There's France no played Zutsu Charlie's, too. By the way. <laughs> St. James printed, press printed his book. I still can't get over the fact that the fucking talking heads played a beefsteak. You know, I snuck <laughs> that. Really I read the book and I snuck that beefsteak Charlie's in there just for you, buddy. I was going to say, when you said that, I watched Hairdo Fall. I almost, I I actually, I did. I got off my chair. I got to my knees. I tried to adjust the camera if it makes a fucking lick of difference. I know my boners. I don't want to look at myself. I think it's fucking weird. I run with scissors. I keep my safe search off. (laughs) (laughs) We knew he was first hospital. You give us 22 ounces of Heineken, we'll give you the world. (laughs) That this so, is I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tommy. I didn't mean to interrupt. But the get the fuck out of my goddamn news feed, you piece of shit. Go ahead. Sorry, what's that hairdo about Tommy's news? Get the fuck out of my goddamn news feed, you piece of shit. Quote: We knew this was going to be uh, a tough fight when he was first hospitalized. Uh, he had trouble breathing and was <laughs> taken to the hospital by ambulance. <laughs> Who's we? Yeah. Goodbye uh, there. His headquarters. His headquarters. <laughs> Yeah, oh. we all we all prayed that the meds that they gave him would ha- help him. We get all back did normal. pray. I I remember I was oh, yeah, hydrochloric hydro, whatever that whatever Ryan said. I take no uh, joy in someone's death. No, 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 it's awful. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Listen, I'm only going to have parties now that are masquerades. He was me too, though. Let's not. Yeah, like my follow-up question was, did he grope any nurses? (laughs) And then uh, on his way out. Yeah, yeah, Uh, one one more for the road. One for the road. (laughs) That's your main concern on the way out the door. And then he, you know, he denied it at first and all this stuff. And then the more the truth comes out, the less his way out. Yeah, the less you could deny it. And then he's like, okay, maybe I grabbed the statement. Cool. The, the statement noted that Kane, who was a 
who was a staunch opponent to wearing protective face masks, had been, quote, pretty healthy in recent years, but was considered to be in a, quote, high-risk group after complications with a recent bout of cancer. So. The next story better be yeah. King Buzzo on uh, Gavin. <laughs> oh. 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 Last King month, Buzzo. King Buzzo. By any chance, is this Buzzo thing related to the... Uh... Oh, fuck it. Uh, By the way, uh, visit uh, King Buzzo's Pizza in St. King, James. Yeah, Long King Island. Buzzo, but oh, I can't think of the name of the band. It's the Melvins? The Melvins. Wanna... Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Thank you. Yes. Uh, well, actually, here it says, Hairdo, funny you say that. Uh, last month, <laughs> Kane Jeez, had te- I didn't know I could segue from the Melvins into this, but okay. No, I can connect anything. Uh, last month, Kane had t- tested positive a little over a week after he attended a Trump rally in Tulsa, right. Oklahoma. Yeah. And while... And while there's no way to pinpoint exactly how he contracted the virus, Kane posted a photo of himself. Went to the there's no way to tell. Who knows? He came without a mask, so he was wearing not a mask. Yeah. Don't go back wanna, to Tulsa's my favorite. He, 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 wait, he went to King Buzzo's house. <laughs> yes. I got the virus from him. My favorite not a mask album is Utopia Parkway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more on the stories. They had a wrestling match. I just, I just want to say it's it's really great how America uh, politicized a public health concern. Yeah, fun. just want to congratulate fun. everybody. I, hey, hey, listen, hey, Soli's hey, only here because the best show is on hiatus and he's Bored. Kiss. When, when number one, it pulled my me dreams have come true. Let's go. What's next? Time? Number one. Well, John, uh, this next story is local. It's coming out of New York. <clears throat> what happened to my news sounds? Damn it. What was that cough? Bum, bum, bum. I, I know that was intentional. What the fuck does that mean? That's Tom? my Walter Cronkite impression. <laughs> yeah. It's Herman Cain. Uh, it's my Herman Cain impression. I, I the members of Leinard Steiner. Play the whole thing. <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play all five of them. Fresh bullshit from Mario. Tommy, I got some breaking news for you. What's that, Ryan? Uh, And this this, is Tommy's news? This week, uh, Erica was at the local stop and shop. Erica's in my backyard right now. Where she uh, assaulted State Senator John Liu with mangoes. Really? Yep. She was picking out mangoes, and an avalanche of mangoes fell on top of him. And was, was he wearing a tank top? <laughs> a tank top. And a mask. <laughs> he was wearing a mask over his nipples, actually. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know when I lost control. I don't know what's happening. They're insured. I, well I can ask Erica right now. She might back. Hey, did you get hit by a mango? It's <laughs> uh, a truck loaded. <laughs> this is a Radio Nope world premiere. Times Square legend, the naked cowboy. Oh. The New York City guitar slinger who famously crewed. Yeah, listen, if you're going to be the naked cowboy, go all the way. What the freak? You, you, the swimsuit cowboy. We, we, well, I want to see freaking Peter. He's not naked. Hair, uh, no, he's got wh- whitey tighties. And, and, and I don't think he's a cowboy. After this, you might not want him to call in. <laughs> uh, the New York City guitar slinger who famously croons the Star Spangled... I think Star- that's just Brett Michaels. Oh, is he like QAnon now or something? Yeah. Is, really? Is, he's in the news this week after uh, the, ce- the celebrity drifted south to an anti-cop protest in front of City Hall this week. Drifting south. Anti- However, he went to an anti-cop protest? Yeah, yeah. That? Well, you'll find well, out. Not for those reasons. Not for those yeah. reasons, yeah. Oh, oh, However, the bareback busker... <laughs> the bareback busker buckaroo <laughs> from... Down the lightweight. <laughs> whose name, whose real name is, Bonsai. Whose real name is Bob Burke. 
uh, mm. found a chilly reception when he arrived at City Hall Park, right. where the, he was uh, nude. hundreds of <laughs> hundreds of demonstrators were calling out for a billion dollar fund to cut the NYPD. It's the old naked cowboy blowing defunding. through. Defunding. Yeah. We needed defunding in New York. Old jingle like jangle. Billion old. dollar buck naked busker. <laughs> <laughs> the cowboy was quickly chased away by angry mobs of de demonstrators. Who I would like to defund the police, Sting, especially. <laughs> so he, they, he had to run away? Well, they accused him of trying to, quote, rustle up trouble. Yeah, he's trying to rustle up. That's why him they call him the street. Patches Patches him left. Elmo. And he said, rustle up trouble. Are you really? <laughs> Pat's leaving after rustle up trouble. <laughs> Don't leave me here with this bullshit. <laughs> oh, Tommy, are you God. saying that the naked cowboy had to run, run, run? Patches left. Run away? Yes, tell him to come back. See, <laughs> uh, Burke exclaimed, <laughs> Burke exclaimed uh, very nice to meet you to the throngs while strumming throngs of people while strumming his guitar and it's walking too down late to go uh, lose. quote get the get the fuck out of here yelled one less than a <laughs> protester hey, who followed him to make sure he got the hell out of Dodge yeah, right. uh, another one yelled <laughs> you wrote him out of town on a rim another one yelled you support Donald Trump uh, after he said it through a megaphone that the star-spangled uh, singer drew booze from the crowd. Uh, as Burke kept walking, speakers began blasting. Is his real schemes. name Brian Burke? Or no? Yeah, uh, Robert Burke. Robert Burke. Yeah. Bob Brian Burke. Barbarina? Bob number three. Brian Burke. I went to grammar school with Brian Burke. That's right. So that's a long story. <laughs> Every day I get an email from our high school. It's like, uh, Brian Burke has died. You guys get no, he did not. Did he really? No, but I get emails from oh, our high school that yeah, tells us like, and I'm like, yeah, pill overdose. And I read it and I feel bad. I'm like, outlasted that prick. I guess. You know what? I I've like never... just being a pair of eyes. This is kind of more my my style. I've, I've never had an email high school under that is so perverse, hairdo. You, you have get... no idea how perverse that. <laughs> you guys get emails from your high school? I don't know why. I don't yeah, know why. I, I meant to unsubscribe. I, I, why is when that you perverse? when you graduate, you get on the email list. Right. Oh, I oh, can't wait to get the email no, 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 when no, I die. No, no, I can't. No, no, people I'm get an email. Solely right now. Hi. Tommy, Tommy never graduated. No. I just I What's just like that, that phrase. I like that phrase. I just like being the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, you you went you went somewhere I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, solely uh, encourages hair. No, I just don't want to be on camera. I think. I I, I, I told you to turn the camera off, but you were on camera. For that reason. But you were just like, sitting there. It was different. You don't this even is, need a mask. I just you look like this the guy is what I go to when I don't want to be on the camera. I've been jerking off this whole show. What? <laughs> go ahead. Burke, Burke told. Now nah, you're like why that. I don't want my face shown. He's gonna finish on on. Yeah, right. That's I, what, I go to you right when it's finishing time. <laughs> on your eyes. What's your mask? Burke. On? Burke told Tyrion. Don't look at me. So, I'm sorry, Tommy. By the way, <laughs> I need eye contact. No. <laughs> Burke told Tyrion and reporters on the scene that he wasn't trying to inflame tensions. "Quote: I'm not trying to antagonize anyone," he said before getting hit in the head with a boot that was flung by a random demonstrator. Here again. That's boot. Kicked. Kicked in the head by an iron boot. Uh, none you of us are. has. It was a stupid question. The cowboy got booted. the naked cowboy. You are antagonizing, yelled another protester. <laughs> Burke maintained that he had no intention of causing trouble, noting that he even removed his pro-Trump stickers from his six-string. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the, why you the, don't want him on the you air. Know, I didn't mean to go Charlie. You're wait, gonna... did you? Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, can you repeat the sentence? I didn't mean no harm. Because I don't think I understood. Okay, that's so all. basically, after go back to he, Russell. After he was hit in the head by a random boot flying through the air, yeah. Burke, right. Burke maintained that he had no intention of causing trouble, noting that he even removed his pro-Trump stickers from his six-string mm. guitar before heading out to the rally. Uh, it's only a six-string. As opposed to it, this asshole. Oh, another guitar. Want, Jimmy Page double neck like, guitar. You know, Come on. You know, it's, it's <laughs> His six string guitar. Like we would assume it was a twelve string. What the hell's going on? Ryan, go ahead. You know this asshole sued Eminem's for two million dollars because they opened up the Times Square store and they used his likeness as an Eminem. In tidy oh, yeah. whities and a cowboy hat. Eminem should have sued sued Eminem. Mars has deep pockets. Tommy, yeah. we should have a money show. By the way, this thing com comes out and people are mad. Like Eminem's like not in the top five. Snoop, it's like he's not my top. Eminem's not my top twenty rappers. What are you talking about? Fuck out of here. Eminem. All he can do is rap fast. This is what he's white people so want to do. About, so, no, listen, about he's okay. He's not in the top five. He's not, not in my top ten. He's talking about the candy. Listen, Eminem's not even in my top <laughs> ten Eminem's. <laughs> These are people who watch that Peter Berg movie and hope he wins the match. As the first white rapper, I have to say Eminem is better. Did you see Eight Miles? What? Eight miles, eight, 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 eight miles. Eight miles. Eight miles. Jerk off. You know what? I wish you were eight miles away from me. <laughs> he is. This next story goes out to hairdo. <clears throat> oh shit! Oh god! Oh, you know what? I don't even. I, I'm gonna prep. Let me the hold. Eyes my hand. Yeah. The eyes have it. I'm ready. Yeah, the eyes have it. Have it. A Vermont skydiver. You ever? Uh... I, I'm yeah. looking at you, Tommy. I'm looking at you. A Ver Vermont skydiver who lost his prosthetic leg during a skydiving jump. <laughs> oh, God. oh shit! Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me gather myself. <laughs> a Vermont okay. skydiver. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back. I'm Listen, back. Listen, there's no such thing as a Vermont skydiver. skydiver. Nice try. Start from there. Okay. My favorite a fish song. A Vermont skydiver who lost his prosthetic leg during a skydiving jump has gotten his leg back thanks to a farmer who spotted it in a soybean Yeah, you know field. what, Dick? Um, Strap that thing on and don't don't send that thing through my roof. My kid's asleep in the bed and yeah. fucking some asshole's <laughs> leg. The, you, you, oh, really? you, Did somebody get hurt? Well, hey, no, well, he could have. Well, uh, who cares? Tommy finished the fucking news. I'm no. <laughs> oh, what? You're, you're not. You're Captain Interruption. This is my job. <laughs> oh, shit on a Fuck. I'm sitting in my house, and next thing you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's throwing a landing gear in his leg. And I'm like, get the fuck. I'm gonna go over there, kiss Pat Walsh on the mouth, and then stick my. He left already. If you come head. over here, I'm gonna Open punch you right mouth. in the head. Uh, well, flies. Hairdo, it's funny you say that because a uh, double amputee, Chris Mackerel of High. Oh, Park. two legs, great. <laughs> Went High Park being English. I think Hello, High Park. Love. I think High Park, Vermont. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I lost me sticks. <laughs> went, me twigs. Went for a leap last Saturday. <laughs> twigs. <laughs> he went for a leap last Saturday. I went for an old leap. Uh, at the Vermont. <laughs> lost me a bit of the twigs. I, I, if I don't hear the end of the story, I'm gonna flip. Go at, ahead. The, at the Vermont skydiving adventure. Give this to on a podcast. Uh, and lost one of his prosthetic legs after leaping from the plane. Yeah. Right. Quote, I think my adrenaline was so high that I was just so excited I didn't realize I lost my game. How much adrenaline do you have if you're missing both legs? It's not not so much. Mackerel told TNN. 
You guys are awful. Go ahead. Oh, and, and, and you draw the line no, 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 at double no. amputees, like, you're, you're parachuting in, in your humor. The guy has no fucking legs. He's so why is he? Oh, he's got one. Like jump right. out of a fucking plane and you're all shitting on him. People with I, legs. I do want to know where the fuck he lost his leg. If it's well, like a window. By the way, next week legs McNeil. If you lost <laughs> those legs, the odds are stacked against you. Don't yeah. fucking jump. Mackerel, who? Oh, you go. You're you right. Physics is not working. Something ain't working for you. Don't. You notice how I'm not saying anything? Thank you, John. Mackerel, who was harnessed to an instructor, landed safely. Then quickly put on word on social media that he'd lost his leg. Yeah. Farmer, farmer have no legs. Farmer Joe McDonald's <laughs> saw the post. He's, he's good. You mean old McDonald? Oh yes. My God. Please, please get classic feet. Classic. Dick. <laughs> it's like farmer, yeah, I want to start a band with like my, my grandpa plays a tambourine. <laughs> he's gonna get a boot in the head. Farmer Joe McDonald. Joe. Saw, saw Wait a minute! Son. You mean old McDonald? <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. I'm listening. I, I'm dying to hear the end of this story. I'm serious. He saw the post on social media. Who did? Uh, finding the prosthetic leg on Sunday in an old soybean field. Mm, the old soybean. <laughs> we know a soybean field. You never get that back. <laughs> beyond, a few, beyond a few scratches, the leg was apparently undamaged. So Yeah, it's we'll made out of titanium. Yeah, so, it goes to the engineering of fake So legs old McDonald found a leg? Yes. E-I-E-I-O. E-I-O. Oh. The soybean patch. Listen, if you're wow. jumping out, listen. It's like a softball. That if, was like the easiest joke ever. Tee it up. Tommy, I, I have to tell you, I did some fact-checking on your news, and I'm a little disappointed. What are you, oh, Googling man. during the show? You your can't Google Tommy's news. On Disney and internment. <laughs> Yeah. I brought that up to my sister. She was highly offended. That was a story from 2018 that you appropriated as current news now. That's impossible. Oh, you you have, have you met Tommy Rasta? Who are you, Buzz? Yeah. No, no, you, you <laughs> what is this? Freaking CNBC? We're doing alligator stories. Oh, Mario, God. we have to have a post-production meeting about the news, my friend. No, you don't. Just Buzz do the game. news, and it's who gives a shit? Is there a game, or is there a commercial? Because I'm kind of curious. There's no There's... commercial. I'll take a lead. Play that talking heads commercial. Guys, I'm not done with the news. No, no, no. Play the whole theme, goddammit. I'm sorry, Tommy. My apologies. It's okay, Tommy. Here's here's 20 minutes of hairdo apologizing. (laughs) This story is out of Germany. Is that a blue cheer poster? Uh, No. That's the eye. Sully's back in the middle. I'll give you guys a little insight. Ready? What the heck is that? You ready? Cribs. Here, here's Cribs. Here's Tommy, Cribs watch out. Hugo's coming up behind you. My office studio. This is the worst. Like, I think Pete and Sully are my best friends, and they love hairdo way more than, than they love me. monitors falling. All right. Here it is. Oh, look at that setup. Don't worry, Tommy. We'll get Here's it. the Beatles. Wait, wait, wait. wait Take wait, it all wait, in. This wait, is wait, a hairdo exclusive. That's the Blues Brothers signed by Dan Aykroyd. It's a nice setup. Mm. Well, remember, we're on radio, There's too, so the Iron take the picture. Figures, you know, you got a, you a picture signed by a Blues Brother. Paul McCartney. On the cardstock. There's the replacements. I have that. Here's the Misfits. Man, it's that. like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at your house. Prince watches over my guitar. It's the like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is shitty band. Hey, man. Showed you the Beatles. Here is uh, hey, hello. You know, I poster. Hey, look, Hairdo. signed by me. <laughs> <laughs> I did that by mistake. I took the sign poster home like an idiot. 
And I left the unsigned one behind. Joey Ramon's glasses on the wall. Get the fuck out. There's the Beastie Boys from Flushing, New York. Mm-hmm. And here's some of my guitars. Nice. Hairdo, I have one comment to make. And there it is. Hold I on. will say this. Hairdo's house is so neat and organized. Yeah. That's your mom? Mom? It's spotless. That's he, he is no slob. Hairdo, I have one comment to make. I have one comment to make. You should have went with a matte finish on your paint color. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy uh, who just saws you know, a, a hole in his wall and calls it a door. <laughs> Can't dig a hole. He's still out of paint. <laughs> what happened to Hugo? I don't know. He's holding up the roof. Thanks for like the tour, Hairdo. That's nice. I like it. Nice. That's my little office. Very nice. Now, ever you, since, ever, ever since I've met, coming? ever since I've known Hairdo, he's always been very neat and uh, yes. meticulous. There's not a, there's, you know, he vacuums, he, he cleans. I don't know. No. no. I'm not. He's a Leo. No, it's I'm a Leo. Not, he's on the I'm cusp. Not, I'm actually, I'm on the cusp of a Leo, though. <laughs> Just give me that. See, who would know that <laughs> except for me? I just took a guess, thank God. A fussy fox in Germany. A fussy fox in Germany with an affinity for fashion is believed to have stolen over 100 <laughs> pairs of shoes from Germans, uh, Germany's capital city. Sure, why not? Can I ask Which you is this? what? Is it a fox like an actual animal? Or Name the like capital city. Like you know, Camilla Marcos. No, a real fox. A real <laughs> right. Okay. Because they're. The foxes are stealing all the bunnies on a loan. And you the Marcos, uh, the Marcos call by John was pretty good, by the way. Mario's angry about the, the money on the table from the foxes. The foxes are stealing all the rabbits Thanks. on that show alone. <laughs> Change the patron. Ra- residents of Berlin's <laughs> southwestern <laughs> neighborhood of Zeilendorf right. re- <laughs> uh, recently noticed My favorite Zap album. <laughs> Recently di- uh, noticed the disappearance of fancy footwear that was left outside of their homes, according to local reports. Mm-hmm. Among the slippers, sandals, and sneakers gone missing were uh, local resident Hans Gerber, his shoes, his running shoes, according to the Berlin newspaper Tagesspiegel. Big heist! Big Can't pronounce your own puns. Uh, they're not puns. These are real names. This is the news. Did you practice? Yeah. Guest height. I think I've mentioned it, but traveling with to Europe with Tommy is amazing because he comes up with the best names when we can't read something. <laughs> no, He's no, like, no. This you said Archie this story two weeks ago for like, an hour. It's okay, no, officer. I'm on my way to Cycle Dusseldorf. Uh, vo- um, um, verb, not verbs. Oh, God damn it. What else? Guest height. No, no. It had um consonants. You know, and like, oh, and he vowels, would change vowels, the name. Vowels, he would yeah. change the yeah, name. Yeah, but it was not only vowels, and, but he was, it would be like, Auschbuschenland line. That's it. And he'd like, all right, over. so we're living on Archie Bunker Way. Remember that. I'm yes, like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> are you going to claim you're not drinking right your hand tonight? We're never going to get to the game. Let's go. You told this story two weeks ago. Tommy, finished the Guess news. height. <laughs> Don't <laughs> yell at hairdo. I'll, I'll, I'll cut both your legs off and throw you out of a plane. <laughs> While investigating the disappearance, the newspaper's uh, chief investigative reporter... I wish the show would disappear. The newspaper's chief investigative reporter, Fritz <laughs> Heinsberg, oh, yeah. told, told TRN that he... I'm sure the investigation is going to go. Well, uh, I'm t- looking for sex. <laughs> he, to- he told <laughs> TRN... Tommy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know, sex. Uh, t- he told TRN that he caught the fox red-handed with a pair of flip-flops in his mouth. Yeah, you're going to reconsider the umlauts after this story. <laughs> what did the fox say? 
That's <laughs> a Mario joke. <laughs> the PI took photos of the small animal hauling off the footwear and later found it in a trove of multi uh, found it along with a trove of multicolored shoes in a foxhole in the nearby forest. Can I ask you this? Did, besides this flip flops incident, mm -hmm. did the did the did the fox have like enough wherewithal to like take Christian Louboutin shoes and shit? Yeah. A fox no, is to... like a dog and a cat mixed together with a complete asshole. It's the greatest animal ever. I love foxes. They're gorgeous. Really? And bite the I know, I'm not, bite I'm your not balls against, off. I'm not against the animal. And I don't care that he steals. You have any foxes Fox up sheep. there? I don't care for shit. I don't care. Actually, John, that's the one animal I've not seen, but really? I'm sure they're around. Yeah. Yeah, right. I saw one in Douglaston. Really? Yeah. Well, according to Hans Gerber, that's the news. Yeah, oh. Hans Gerber. That's wait a second. That's oh, the that bad guy? guy from Die Hard. <laughs> Get your ass to boss. <laughs> well done, Tommy. Well done. Thanks. Oh Gotta yeah, try. real quick. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen Hans to a Gruber. bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, <laughs> listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. This is like he now you see this. about food. He, he was the best. Now you see Bruce Willis with hair. Awesome. You're like, what the heck is this? Sorry, guys. It was a slow news week. Nah, what do yeah. you mean, sorry? You did a great job. All right. This is a Radio Nope yeah. world premiere. Yeah, that's Tommy's news. Let's move on to Ryan's yeah. game. <laughs> Last week was the lighthouse, for God's sake. John, fuck the audience. When you were setting up Hugo's bedroom with the mic, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was Hugo like with the fucking tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> I God, almost no, in, 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 in all, I laughed about that. In I'm, all seriousness, Tommy, where did Hugo go? He went back to Astoria. I'm going to the Greyhound? I made sure to went drive up here. All right, everyone be quiet. I, it's a Ryan game. Ryan, what's in the game? I, I hey. made sure that he had a car, so he drove back. From a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan game, where we expose these smart asses for the dumbasses they Here's your hope. We had the guy from the talking heads on for an hour and five minutes. I know. Idiots. Thanks for playing another edition. Is there enough room for me to play? And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York. All right, every week Ryan comes up with the game for us. We don't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. What's in the game, Ryan? All right, we're going to play rock and roll. You're right. I'm so fucking stupid. You're right. I'm so fucking stupid. You're right. I'm so fucking stupid. Have something in common, something very important in common. Hmm. You're like allowed to shout out the answer okay. when you think you know it. Mario, you're taking score. Hmm. If they get it on the first example they get three points on the second one they get two and on the third one which will be the most obvious can i we'll ask get one, one point. question to you ryan i'm sorry to do you this hold on hold on let me explain then you can ask i agree and with Andrew. i have questions too <laughs> you are allowed to yell out the answer just once okay uh, and I like that. So don't like just that. keep yelling out answers the purpose of the game is and but I, Things I understand obviously during the Zoom thing is to yell out. I get is it. Is it a free for all? So that's no. It. Once you one yell something out, you're dead. You, once you, you can't yell again, you're yeah. done. You have right. one chance. One you chance. can't yell again is my favorite right. fake lens. One shot of the refrigerator, and I'll be right back. And just, <laughs> all right, let's hold, let's hold the show. All right, just so the, just for the sanctity of the game, don't start saying like, "Oh shit, shit, I know it." Now, right, I know it now, right, right. This is what Mario does during poker. Three twos come out. He's like.
Oh, uh, Ryan's betting a hundred. Here, he must have a straight draw. And by the way, Ryan, no fuck comments. you. No comments. Bet on the game. I hey, flop trips. That... Ryan's like, you want to play poker? In Omaha, I go, all right. I flop trip sevens with a flush draw, and the guy calls me all the way like he always does. I don't know why. Me, right? Piece of shit. Oh, and I always, I don't know why, but I always raise on your big blind. <laughs> What'd you, Every I, time. I'm not bluffing. I always get like ace king whenever you have the big blind. It never fails. Do it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the name so, of the game is What's in Common? Right. Rock and roll, common bonds. Common bonds. Common so bond. I'm going to start with uh, the first one. Yell it out. Don't If you yell it out and get it wrong, don't yell, keep no, no, yelling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One, one last question. I'm sorry, Ryan. <clears throat> this is it. It, are you going to play a song and we decide no. what the no, comments are? No, it's all going to be spoken. Yeah. I'm going to sing every song. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Get your ass Mac, Mac the knife? Number one. How was your trip to Mars? Speaking in tongues. Talking heads. Be more specific. David Byrne. What is Talking heads records. What is it? He said talking heads. Mario, he allowed him to expound. I'm out. I don't have Fear it. of Music. Talking Heads Records, LP. That's right. Wow. Shit. Two points for John. How many points do you get for his third one? Would Three. Be one. Mario is talking. Can you do that one again, please? One point. Mario got two, right? Uh, John Three. Got two. I know it kills him. Everyone's trying to take a point away. It's 3 2 1. Wait, two why, two why two points? Three. He already explained it. Okay. No, I got it on the first one, Ryan. No, he's roll the read, tape. Read, roll the tape back. It was exposed. I read, I read Adam already exposed it. And, <sighs> I read Fear of Music and you yelled at me. Yes. <laughs> Come on, John. Dude, don't get so competitive. I'm gonna you're stop. Gonna win. No, gonna listen, win. assholes. I, I, fucking roll it back. When you listen, to it, you're gonna see. John, no. he, he read two titles. John, he no one asked you. Before that. <laughs> I got it right, and no one heard me. Hey, John. John, real quick. can you Go ahead. Give me two points. I'll kick all your asses. Let's go. What's the next one? Let's do it back. And then you're going to fucking kiss my ass. let Ryan do his job? Shut up. My show. You quit the show. Jump out of the window. drinking out of a urine jar? Jake Mason jar? Mario, leave that there. Oh, excuse me. When you have glasses in your house, Mr. Douglason? Freaking... Rockefeller. I don't know how they do things in Douglas. <laughs> Roll the tape back. Go ahead. All right. Give me two points. I give a fuck. Can I tell you I'm happy I'm staring to my little boyfriend's eyes? John's right winning. No one, everyone hates me. Let's go while we're young. <laughs> Mr. Fancy Pants in your backyard. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, Ainsley, number two. Carnegie's Ainsley, over here. Ainsley Dunbar. <sighs> Mick Fleetwood. Mick. Members Rock, of Fleetwood Rock Mac. Drummers. Solely. Rock drama. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I give him five points? Enjoy that. Enjoy that John, free pass, ass wife. I was expecting a clip. Okay. I'm not Go really on. angry. Though, Go on. I am. Number three. I got it. Watch. I want that tape rolled back. Number you're three. You're going to roll it tonight. No one listened to me. And then Ryan played this. Everybody shut up. Don't tell me to shut up my own show. Fucking Adam, hang up on him. Don't do that. <laughs> He's got the link. Adam, get back Adam I think you're good looking too. Don't worry. About it. Don't listen to him. Where's Dave Harris? I, I'm pointing to him because he's to my my right. Go ahead. I don't know why everyone hates Number me. Number three. Pieces of Dale, shit. Dale Buffin Griffin. Pete uh, Overend. Iceland no. Penguin. <laughs> Members of all in the uh, all in the mm. he said Family Guy. 
Ian Hunter. Oh, damn it. Hello. Remember the Mata Hoopals. Who said Mata Hoopals? John. Me. John. One point, John. Well, good news. One? Yeah, you got it on the third <laughs> one. Fucking cocksuckers. Yeah. Actually, John, Mario beat you to it, so he'd be zero points. What are you talking about? He didn't say Mata Hoopals. You did. You won. You did. I'm going to drive up to that mountain. I swear to God, I'm going to throw you off the fucking peak of that shit. You think you, you, to a bear. Yeah, you think you had a problem with Hugo. Wait till you see me. I can't believe how competitive this gets over nothing. John is so competitive. Every week. Every week. I'm so competitive. I just want the points afforded to me. I've been in the room. It's brutal. Oh, really? Right. I know it's brutal. Your questions to Chris France. <laughs> really? You think so? Yeah, you're picking Burn. on me, so I'm coming back. That's all. Burn. Piece of shit. That was kind of uncalled for. He's just kidding. He's just oh, 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 now it's uncalled for. Very rude. He's kidding. He's kidding. Go on. Next question. Not kidding. Order. What this is? Hold on. Who the hell you know this is? Four of these. What? Why don't you walk over here? Number four. Walk over here. You, you want some asshole? Take your Nerd shot. Are you Alley. feeling froggy? <laughs> Jump. I want to see a match at Nerdbird Alley. <laughs> Nerdbird Alley. I did. Bird Alley. I did. Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing that you said that. <laughs> I'll meet you in Nerdbird Alley. I knew it wasn't him. I want to see a duel. I, I want to see a duel at Nerdbird Alley. Is it me and Hairdo who could never fight? We have to fight the other people in the neighborhood in Nerdbird Alley. Asshole? We're the Nerdbird Alley boys. <laughs> I'm going to make that jacket. <laughs> Ryan, what's in the game? What? You know what, Tommy? I swear to God, I have a feeling the artwork is still in the alleyway. If you, if I can get in there, <laughs> artwork, yes, take a photo can, of it. If you can get a picture of it and vector art it, yes, I, I can do it. Fucking tattoo Sneak it. Sneaking Sally in the alley. I'll sure. make you a, a satin jacket that says the Nerdbird Alley Boys. Yeah, why don't you go make a pair of goggles and a mask? <laughs> we'll be like the, the, like the Lords of London. Why don't you why don't you make a tote bag and send it out to the people? <laughs> Let's go. Well, What's in the game, Ryan? Go ahead. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck the audience. <laughs> Seems unnecessary. This is great, Ryan. You're right in my center square. You when I bend like over, you. scream into my ass. What do I? <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Get down on it. Cool in the game. P funk songs. Pete. Three points. What do you mean, Pete? What do you say? Cool in the cool game. Again. Oh, shit. Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. He's my boyfriend. Number five. And there's obviously no discussion over that three points. No. <laughs> You're 16. What? Beatles Beatle songs. songs. Who said Beatles songs? I did. Beatles stars. Hi. Out. Sorry. I said Damn. Beatles star. I didn't hear what it was. You're out too, Mario. Okay. I said you're 16. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Ringo Star song. You're out. I said that. You're out too. Ah, shit. I, Go I'm, on. Damn it. Give me love. Give me peace on earth. Hello. Hello. Go on. Peace Whatever and love on earth. Walking thing. Love. Whatever gets you through the night. Cocaine. Songs on uh, Rubber Soul. So, right. I just want to say one thing. I said Neil Sedaka in the early <laughs> stage. I don't know if anybody caught it. If, uh, if I'm right, I'm right. Neil Sedaka. You're not nearly right on. Yeah, John Lennon. Yeah. Hey, listen. You got to try. 
Has everybody yeah. gone 99% yet? Ninety-nine percent of the shacks you met <laughs> after battle. Has everybody <laughs> guessed yet? Pete? Nope. Yes. This is what Pete Pete it's knows over. me. No, he gets me. Do you know what it is, Mario? Oh, too well. George Harrison. Stop like Googling. Sort of. No, not really. No, it's, whatever it's, gets you through the night is John Lennon. They're all, they're all hits for uh, the Solo Beatles. After, they were, yeah. after the Beatles were done. Oh, okay. Solo Beatles. Nobody gets the That's a little. You know, if you read the, uh, the Chris France book. There's a funny thing in there, like when he's like 14, his friend comes in. He goes, "Ah, right, you listen to Beatles, Stone." He goes, "Those guys, are f- those guys are faggots," or something like that. And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "You gotta listen to like this Booker T's and the MGs. Those guys are gay." Yeah, it's in the book. Booker T's the MGs. Back in those days, we were very afraid of the gay men. They were Marys. Yeah, I'm quoting the book. No, dude. I just heard about it today. Right. I'm sorry I don't have it and read it already. Thank you, Ryan. Wait, okay, so Ryan. Next question. Wow. Question six. Sign I'm of the times. Prince. 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 Nope. You guys gotta. You guys out. You gotta be careful. <laughs> All three of you are out. You're right, but you're wrong. Yeah. I'm right, but I'm wrong. It's my autobiography. You gotta A wait. A band it out. called Death. Oh. Buena uh, Vista Social Club. Oh. All overrated. Oh. A band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Can I answer with no points? Wait till we go. We gotta yeah, go for a pony. Oh, uh, yeah. You have an answer? Uh, What's uh, the question again? Stop. You don't get two chances. You're out. I haven't asked said anything yet. Go, so say something. I'm not repeating them. I didn't hear it because people were talking. Too bad. When are these social club? Right? Side of the Times, Band Called Death, and two. fucking Born is just a social club. There you go. Damn it. Three, two, one. Documentaries. They're all music documentaries. Fuck. That's a, that's a death one. No one got it? A documentary, though? Herman Kermit James or Death? that one of his social club was overrated. Did anyone get that? I, I, I thought Death was overrated. That was a pretty good record. Adam, did you say that? Excuse me. Did anyone get that? No. No. Nobody got it. What did I say? I said the wrong answer. Who yelled at Ryan said it was a dumb question? You're fired. Nobody said that. Oh, no, no one, one said, said that. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did Pat said that? I just want to get angry at something. Where is Pat? Okay. <laughs> let's, let's focus on <laughs> that for a little bit. You know what? Wait, I, did I, Pat leave John? Tommy texted me. I was a piece of shit yesterday. Moving on. Yes, yeah, he left a while ago. What? I'm on my Moving way. Moving on. Yeah, he left uh, as soon as you started talking. Hot Rats. Frank Zappa song. Uh, Record. Uh, damn it. Album. Frank Zappa album. Zappa albums. I got it. I gotta give it to John. He said, yeah, said yeah. songs. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. That's three, right? Yes, three. Yeah. Damn. That's Mario, right down. Come on, Hot I rats. waited it's right at the same We used to jam in Joe's garage and we had long nails and all you Italian nerves. Stupid ass. Stupid. The three, Stupid the three that were written here were Hot Rats, Zuta Lore. Oh, Zuta Lore. And Joe's Garage. Yeah, Can we, we just take a moment dabber. to focus on the fact that Ryan's got a fucking like yeah, cat like, toy gonna light blind us with to blind us to get us an order? Eye. I'm not looking at that. <laughs> I'm playing Santa. <laughs> I'm playing the game. <laughs> I'm annoyed that John beat me by like a quarter of a second on that one. I'm jamming yeah. hot tuna. Love your nails. Hot tuna. Hot tuna. <laughs> Number eight. Grand Funk Railroad. Power Michigan. Michigan. Canadian band. Solely, you hit it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. What was it? What was, what was Solely's answer? Because he stole it. Nothing's going to ever keep me down. <laughs> I 
Power Trio. Three wow. points. One oh, for each nice member of Grand Funk Railroad. Melvins and ZZ Top. Three the Melvins. Melvins Power Trio. <laughs> I didn't put it down as a Power Trio. You know, I, I, you know the Melvins are good. I, I have a new respect for them. All right, John, you're first. You're first. Anthony Cumia coming in next week. Anthony Cumia and uh, uh, Hitler will be in next week. (laughs) Yes. With Apollo. And uh, I'm going to, you know. We're going to have Joe Rogan. Yeah, we're going to have. I didn't hear for the King of Did he? uh, I guess he didn't talk about politics much during that. Nah, he was cool. Cool. He's cool? (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have Dale Crover and uh, Goebbels. <laughs> well, anyway, John, you have six. What about right that big yellow five bird? Points. Steven, you could take the lead. Question nine. I'm going to lose this. Uh, New York record labels, hip hop record label. Right. Really? Uh, really? <laughs> Oh, Wait, it's the jam and Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Look at you now. Kiss my ass. Yeah, I thought I told you that we won't stop. Thought Sir, I told you that we yeah. won't stop. Hey, are you interested in game shows or not? Right in your ear. What were the other two, John? Um, uh, uh, uh New York record yeah. labels. Uh, oh, chilling. Sleeping bag records. Hip hop records. Hip hop records. I would say Def Jam, right? Aftermath. Rockus. I have no Def Jam on this. No. Oh, wow. really? Rocks. Nope. Yeah. Rockefeller and Death Row. Uh, I was going to say Death Row. Money. Yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to come on, a, you want to write a song Death and not have the producer jumping around <laughs> in a that. fucking <laughs> video? Come to Death Row. All in the video. That was the best oh, fucking thing so ever. Yeah. Puff Daddy said that like, holy shit. 10, I think. All in the think? video. Number 10. Yeah, oh, number 10. Number 10. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Healy. Blind guitar Blind players. Guitarists. Lefties. <laughs> <laughs> Lap steel guitarists. That's two answers. Is, can't, one one is it? Is correct. Let him talk. Blind musicians, correct. That's right, John. John you guys, right? Enjoy no, that, that was Harry. Fuck like, John. Don't even try. Yes. Excuse I, me, I, I said I blind musicians. Way before. It was me. Okay. Oh, man, Andrew, I'm sorry. Three points, please. Am I wrong? No, I got it. I'm way ahead of him. John and I have a problem. I'm pretty sure you were way ahead of him, John. Yes, I was. I'm not not playing favorites here. I'm pretty sure you were. We're going to roll it back with the tape. It's not even close. Let's go to the videotape. Warner Wolves. New York Weatherman. Shit, <laughs> fuck, I fucked up. Lloyd Lindsay Young. Say happy birthday to Steven Soley, 101 years old. Sam Champion. <laughs> champagne. Oh God! What do we got? We got uh, this. This is uh, there's a grim one here. Dave Greenfield of the Stranglers. All dead. Dead. Bass players. Suicide. Dead keyboardist. Adam Schlesinger. Overdose. John Preen. <laughs> oh, I know this. I won't say I answer. Answer yes. yes. Why wouldn't you weigh in and just left left well, everybody? COVID. They, they all died of COVID. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Give me my one. I to bring down the show. Did, did, did you have one answer? Question, Ryan. So Let's bring it back up, Pete. Anybody Steve get that? Singers. Pete, Nobody did you it. get it? Nobody got it. Yeah, but I answered wrong the first time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah so he's out. Nobody got it. Nobody got it. All right. Uh, next one. Staple Singers. Gospel groups? We just name a staple singer? Marla. 
I, I said gospel groups. Uh, no. I guess yeah. uh, the Bee Gees. Oh, uh, siblings. Sibling groups. Oh, I know what it is. Family bands. Two, Two points. points the last one was the Osmonds. Yeah. It's uh, brother and sisters. They're all siblings. Hot. You got it, Hadu. That's correct. no points. Is that correct, Ryan? <laughs> sibling, sibling bands. Yes. Sibling well, family bands. Band. Family a, bands. Really. Family bands. Staple singers. Playing in a family band. Ooh. And wasn't one of them blind too? Enjoy that. Yeah, Jeff Healy was in it. Jeff Healy. He'll say Feliciano was in the band. <laughs> he also blind. <laughs> Love him. You know, the funny thing is, I think he, he and Jeff Healy toured together. <laughs> Jeff Healy was <laughs> in Roadhouse. Next one, well, yeah, he was in Roadhouse. He right? died early. He died young. Wait, Jose yeah. Feliciano was in Roadhouse? Yeah. Yes. No, Jeff Healy was. <laughs> I thought Feliciano was in. Uh... I, I thought you were telling me Feliciano. I'm trying to get in this bar. Can I tell you guys a really great story? And I'm sorry to cut you off. You met me Jeff Healy in the parking lot of Nassau College. I saw Jose Feliciano getting. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Steven. By Noticas, the, the local Spanish station in Manhattan one day. And I thought to myself, I, and I'm watching him walk down the block with a, a camera crew and all this shit. I said, what's to tell him he's not in Newark? You know what I mean? Like, he's they don't, he doesn't fucking know. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was just an interesting story, I thought. Fuck you. Do guys. you think Jose Feliciano is blind? I know there's somebody out there. I thought you were going to try and pickpocket him. It's 11.10 on Radio Nova. Right. Get plenty of time, Ryan. Don't worry. Question number... What is this, four? Sure. 14. <laughs> Captain Jack. We'll get you. Billy Joel songs. Billy Joel songs. You got to be careful. Four. It's like Jeopardy. You can't out. do it. Out, out, out. 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 Get Under it. the bridge. Songs about, songs about addiction. addiction. Drugs. Drugs about alcoholism. Songs about heroin. Uh, uh, well, me and Sully said addiction. You both, yeah. Well, me and Sully said addiction at the same time. Is that How about exactly? That, give you a point How each. About that? A point each. Point each. Sounds good point to each. me. You have so many points, you don't even need it. Good, and you? Oh, but Brown, Stevie's Brown got Sugar. second place. <laughs> Stevie, you got seven Open point, a gym. points. Running a gym. <laughs> uh, right, question 15. Canadian idiot. <laughs> Blue day. <laughs> I, want, I want a new duck. Weird Al songs. Weird Al songs. Weird Al Fuck songs. you guys. I can't believe I Thank didn't get you very it. much. Sean beat me by like a hair. Sean answered twice. You got it, Tommy. Excuse me. My first answer was obviously a joke. Blue day. Was it? No, weird Al yeah. 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 I don't know. Give him both the points. <laughs> no, I get all the points. I have three points. Tommy gets no points. I'm not Tommy on the board just, yet. He got, he got that one. I think John gets it. You both said it. I said so it first. What, what is the problem here? Did, was your first answer a joke? We're supposed to know that? <laughs> well, it's, it's not my fault. You don't understand humor. John, John which would be like rule number one of being on the show. The vein is Stop. Give him two points each. It's timing and Jesus Christ. I, I, you know what? From uh, now on, I won't say jokes on a show. It was a dumb joke. What is this one? I'm 16? gullible. Yeah, 16. Are we at, Mario? 16. 16. 16. Very gullible. Okay, this is a hard one. Pay is that a Peanuts comic hard. that it was officially run in the syndicate? Go on. Stand by me. Benny King songs. You're out. Ooh, damn it. Meathead movies. 
Wait, Ryan, did you say Dan by yeah. me or Stand, Stand by me? Stand by, by me. me. Movies directed by uh, uh, Meathead. I'm John Waters. Good guess now. I'm Unchained at. Melody. Thank you. <clears throat> so, uh, soundtrack songs. Soundtracks to movies. Not what Come I'm on. going for here. Not what I'm going for here. Be Bop. more specific. It's because of the soundtrack, but it's not the answer. Ah. Rhapsody. What? Come on, I got it. Come on, you could do Song, it. I mean, songs with orchestration. Lip sync songs and movies. Adam's got another shot here, man. You gotta get chart topping songs. All right, is everyone over? Hairdo? Can I guess? Wait. Even though it's no points. Be more specific. I, hairdo? I, um, number one hit songs from films. Songs that are also a title more, of the movie. Be more specific. A little more specific. There you go. Oh, there you oh, come go. On, Give it to him. I'm Give him on the, the right one track point, and you know it. Um. Hey, hey, stop that. Um. Uh, wait. I have more specific number one. Billboard number one song. Oh no, no, you're from... not that direction. All right, right answer. All right, then you know what? I'm out. But I think I'm on the right path. Songs, songs that charted twice at two different times. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? I, right after I, Wayne's I, World, the Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm giving him to a point. Why? He's not even close. He's only got one freaking <laughs> point, John. You've got 16. This is like socialism is jeopardy. Exactly, Alex Trebek's not going to come over and go, exactly. I'll give you a <laughs> look, look at John. Look, I'm not <laughs> complaining. I'm not complaining about, about I don't even have the zoom up. I have no idea what I look like. I'm I was just you look beautiful. As accurate as I can. You're in your own. I got I, I, I will, so I'd like good. to add yes. one thing about yes. me. Wait I did, in fact, know. That they did chart twice. Listen, you in can't let this guy keep score. He just he's handing out points willy nilly. Was not one. <laughs> Wait, John, I have a question. You don't see us right now? No, I just put it back. Yeah. Okay. I don't see you. Where are Two you? More I was, show, I was yeah. showing my peener that. You're like you're relaxing. <laughs> Let's go. Medicare for all. Next question. One the by One by Metallica. <laughs> Eve of Destruction by Barry McGuire. Who? Songs about Lord. war. Yes, was, John, you got it. Fuck me. He's running away with it. You He's running, running away with it. Two points. Two points. Running away with it. Fortunately, Maybe two. Oh, all right. All right. Second guess. Two points for John. Last question. Songs Enjoy that. Draft dodges. <laughs> I can't remember anything. I was going to say, I was I was so ready to go songs with double bass drummers until you said that. <laughs> I listened to fucking Justice for Jason today. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Even Destruction doesn't have two... Double bass pedal. Last one. Gladys Knight in the Pips. This is about Georgia. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Bob Hope you guys are out. Yeah. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Detroit. Uh, bands who have covered um, um, Hurt oh, Through the Grapevine. Oh, Grapevine. No. Um, uh, That's right. Am I right? No. On the river. Excuse me, I said bands who covered Hurt Through the Grapevine. Give John the point. I fucking kick ass at this fucking game. Are you out of your mind? Who gets the crown? Give John the crown. He's the You gotta be careful. You have to know how Ryan thinks when he throws a question out there. You can't just scream out an answer. You have to know. It has nothing to do with you guys. Real it's like double jeopardy. Mario, let's hear, let's hear the points from least to most. Right. 
Yeah, oh, so let's hear it. I definitely don't want to be a part of this. I, I got there. nothing. Uh, Hedrick got one. Tommy and Adam got two. Pete got three. Steve got six. And John, raise your glass. Eighteen. Let's drink wow. it, John boy. Oh, he's raised his glass. Good job. Good job. John, are you crying right now? John, no. cry, cry right now. It was a tear. Speak, let's have, speak, a, let's have speak. a little acceptance. <laughs> like Mike, when Mike won. Hey, can Freeman and Sanders, like, if I get Melissa in the Boy Scouts, can they take care of that for me? I'm looking to cash in. Did you make it to Eagle? Wait, did Harry leave? Eagle. Yeah, he said goodbye. Eagle. Okay. Yeah, he said something, he's like, nothing to do with you. Oh, man, I thought he'd never go. <laughs> That's terrible, you know. I'm kidding, I love Andrew. Coming from what is Wonder how I knew all the answers to every question. Because I'm the best. This has been live from the branch. Tommy, have anything to plug? No, that's it. Show's over. <laughs> Hello. Oh Maybe my. we could actually end on time. That'd be nice. Oh my we friends. Got, we got We've been ending on time the past couple weeks, man. Yeah, Let's we have. go late. Yeah. What do we? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to go late. We have time now. We have. We have twelve minutes left. Here's take twelve with Mario. David Byrne calling <laughs> in at eleven twenty. Why did you say that, John? <laughs> huh? Why did you say that? Why would I say what? Mario, you have anything to plug? I do want to tell you that I all these people that are upset about Christopher Columbus statues. I've started collecting them. Yeah, can you see them? They're in my yard. You can get them for pennies at the dollars. I have a whole month. Mm. He's got a Mary on the half show. Everything. I have. Hey, um, I, I have to tell you, I'm making a life-size um, bust of uh, Dr. Fauci, and I'm going to Columbus heads all over the city with Dr. Fauci's head. Because there's an Italian I'm proud of. Train yourself to Dr. Fauci's. I, I, Statues you know, if, if can we have a, a little uh, post show meeting here, if if everyone could not do acid before the show, that'd be fun. <laughs> Mary, are you telling me that you're bootlegging uh, busts of Anthony Fauci? That's right. That's right. I'm going. I'll go get one. Okay. He, Why what, not? What? I thought. Well, well John, once again, I miss you, and it's great to see you. Thanks, Solly. Adam, Tommy, thank you oh, again for letting me come. come you know, I really think Solly just always. just comes on to watch me just, fall apart. I <laughs> I just need to laugh, and at the end of the uh, week, you know, we all do, man. I love you. Real, I love you, Solly. Joy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there are feelings that are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We're back. Okay. Uh, and we're back. We'd like to thank our guest. Shout out to Pete, wherever the fuck he is. Oh, who the fuck is that? Chris Mary? France of uh, Talking Heads and Tom Tom Club. And, uh, is that the blind Dr. Fauci? Still, <laughs> oh, blind Dr. Fauci. Feliciano? It's a life mask. So how did you how did you meet up with him and cast his face? It's yeah. hard because you got to put Vaseline all over him and put straws in his nose. And she, say, what's your... You have to have the mask on. Like my kind of party. Except you made a Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci death mask. Is that what you want? Yes. Unfortunately. Did you hear the joy in Tommy's voice when he answered that question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I understand why Italians are upset. I understand. Really? Why? We don't, we don't why? associate. You're always upset. You're a bunch of Columbus fucking babies. With- 
taking imperializing the, the America. We, uh, we who cares? That guy didn't even land in America. He landed in the Caribbean. We're just proud of Italians. <laughs> we don't know any better. Who cares? So, listen. Bunch of idiots. Poor folks in Alabama, they don't know any better. The Confederate flag means Leonard Skinner and, uh, right. you know, what the they fuck? don't know. I'm just gonna have to start thinking. You need new role models. Like the the Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci is an Italian we could all stand behind. These things? Oh, these things? Yeah, look at that. I stand with uh, Dr. Fauci, the voice of reason. Fuck the things. I can sell these. What are they? Pete is holding up a pair of green sneakers. (laughs) By the way, um, (laughs) our new sponsor, if you go out to uh, Ron Conkerman, is uh, Dr. Fauci's Pizza. John, speaking of sponsors, I actually want to ask you: Didn't you write a, 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 a an ad placement for? Use uh, code COVID nineteen get ten percent off. Go, no, what? Don't, don't you have a written piece for uh, our two lawyer sponsors? Uh, Frank, yeah, listen, I can't do everything, buddy. I'm Balancet Esquire. Yeah, listen, yeah, listen when it's Esquire, ready, it's ready. Listen, guys, if you've ever been hit by a car, you need or a second account. A curb. Yeah, if you gotta hide some money on the third aisle. <laughs> Old lady getting you down. Friedman and Sanchez. By Tommy B. Hide your shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This show, we Got thank Chris France and all of our guests. And this show is brought to you by the law firm of Friedman and Sanchez, aggressively pursuing justice since 1993. Professional, aggressive personal injury representation for New Yorkers. Uh, I don't see any Boy Scout molesting thing on here, but I'm going to look at the Friedman and Sanchez focus on civil litigation in the state of... What? In the state the and federal courts. Oh, state and federal courts. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there you go. I was worried for a second. Do you think Friedman yeah, does the state and Sanchez does the federal? the first one of us to use them. By the way, your first consultation is always free. Friedman <laughs> and Sanchez, call 347-934-9216 or find us at FriedmanSanchez.com. I can't wait for you to reveal that song. Who's got his When that song comes out, it's going to be killer. Construction accidents, medical hey, malpractice, what's happening here? personal injury, police brutality, wrongful Let death, read the ad. nursing home <laughs> negligence. I see wrongful arrest has been added into there. Mm, it's very timely. Your first consultation is oh, is free. Call 347-934-9216 or find us at FreemanSanchez.com, the law firm of Freeman and Sanchez, centrally located in Brooklyn. Freeman and Sanchez advocate for the injured in all five boroughs of New York City and on Long Island. Excuse me. Please. Have you have you ever been on the radio before, like in your life? Let him read. Their office is conveniently located near the <laughs> Kings County Supreme Court. Uh, for oh, those of you who don't know, Kings County is Brooklyn. No, well. We also litigate cases throughout New York State, Connecticut, and New Jersey. If you feel like it, your first consultation is free. That's the law firm of Friedman and Sanchez. Check it out. Check it out now. Go online and... Uh, <laughs> John, I gave you three reads. You don't, it's not Tommy's news. You don't have to let it play. You don't have to play all of them. That's not. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Tommy, you for the radio the, lesson. Paint the radio picture. What's happening here? Mario's taking his moon and his bust of Dr. Fauci, and they're making out. Oh, yeah. And your moon hits the pie like a big piece of pie. That's a morning. When the moon That's hits your pie like a big piece of, of pie, he, he said, everybody. <laughs> and uh, there he is. There's Mac the Knife, Sorrow. Oh man! 
Labby <laughs> Saffrey, right? Is that what this is, right? I got the. Two M&M points for you. Two points. Two points. We'll see ya. Catching up. Yeah, catching up. Hey, listen, what, I, have out. Out. Yeah. No, I have to point out. We leaving so early? May I point something Big. out? Has such teeth. Gonna sure. point something. Point it out. You Just got 30 seconds. You fucking jerk Go ahead. Go ahead. When I rewatched last you week, when that right, thumbing through Playboy, and uh, I was playing. He's thumbing through a 1976 Playboy. Very nice. And Tommy and Hugo, I'm going to make Tommy and Hugo's show to the itchiest web. So there's never, never never a trace of red. Now on the sidewalk, ooh, Sunday morning, uh uh-huh, lies a body just oozing life. Can someone sneak in? Round the corner Could that someone Be Mac the Knife There's a tugboat Down by the river Don't you know Where a cement bag Just drooping on down Oh that cement is just It's there for the Boy wait there Five will get you ten old Mackies back in town. Got to hear about Louis Miller. He disappeared, babe. After drawing out all his hard-earned cash. And now Maggie spins just like a sailor. Could it be our boys done something rash? Back in time.